Welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on French science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm... <laughs> Did you forget I'm your Gary name? I'm Bobby, yes! <laughs> what, what, what just happened? I don't know. I Maybe I was about to say Ross. I don't know. All but right. I just didn't know where it was going. Understandable. Yeah. Well, I'm Ross Blotcher. This is going to be an episode about Dr. Nick Delgado. Yes. Hi, everybody. An update. And Ross. Hey, Carrie. This is Max Fun Drive. Oh, my goodness. You may be out for a lazy Sunday drive. Mm-hmm. Or, or a lazy Tuesday drive. Or maybe you're driving to the supermarket. But... You know what my favorite drive is, Carrie? Max Fun Drive. That's right. You're paying attention to what you just said moments ago. (laughs) Yeah, so this is the best time of the year. You've been waiting for this. You keep thinking, oh, I really want to support Ross and Carrie, but when do I do it? Yes. When's the right time? Now is the time. That's right, Matt. I know you're sitting in your car. And I know you're thinking, mm-hmm. oh, I feel so guilty. Every time they talk about this, I'm like, I should join, but I'm driving my Toyota Prius <laughs> and I keep forgetting to go home and do it. But Matt, this is your time. Some of you are sitting there thinking, well, my name's not Matt. I'm Liz or Elizabeth. Exactly. Well, guess what? Guess what, Elizabeth? You're, is... you're called out to, okay? <laughs> this is also your time. To... And Laura, get off your ass. James. James. Alex. David. Dave. Dave. Come on. Come on. We need you. (laughs) And not only are you supporting us during this time, this is a great time for us to set our goals for the coming year, think about what we can do with the money that we have from our wonderful, wonderful supporters. But also, this is when you get all of these great benefits from being part of the Maximum Fun family. Exactly. We're going to talk about this more in a little bit during the episode, but you can join right now at MaximumFun.org forward slash join. All right. So you may remember very recently at the Conscious Life Expo, I attended a talk by Dr. Nick Delgado called The Blood Doesn't Lie. The blood does not lie. And I shared a lot of interesting information from this uh, fast-talking salesman that covered a lot of different topics. Like, yeah. you know, he claimed to be the expert on a lot of things like yeah. bodybuilding and mastering lovemaking and... The female orgasm. Yeah. So many things that I wanted to know more about and I wanted to get a blood test from this guy, which he was offering at the conference, but I never got around to his booth. And apparently he wasn't there much anyway because he was busy doing official stuff. So I would have gotten one of the other folks. So as I mentioned when we did the podcast, I said, well, it'd be great if I could follow up with him. Yeah. And so I called up to make an appointment with his folks, hoping I could do that the day before that podcast dropped. Because I thought, what better time to go see him than before we've published a podcast about his talk at the Conscious Live Expo. And you did invite me. Yes. But I was like... You were interested. Yeah, I I might have gone if it had worked out but it didn't work out time wise you had a on- life or something <laughs> yeah I'm, i am planning a wedding as we record this it's three days before my wedding so i looked at my calendar and i said oh yeah saturday would be great and then the podcast drops on sunday so i called up thinking they'll want 
my $350. Yeah, why not? Because as he was saying at the conference, you can have one of his authorized folks who will do this blood test for you and that'll right. cost $80. And when I called up, they said, yeah, we will honor the price for the Conscious Life Expo Nice. if you do that. And I would drive then to Corona, which is a ways away for anyone who's not familiar with Southern California geography. Or I could go to Dr. Nick himself and his multi-million dollar facility in Costa Mesa. Is he the same guy who would use hand signals? Oh, yeah, that's right. Instead of saying vaccine, he would vigorously jab his arm. Okay, so this is a guy who doesn't believe in COVID or doesn't believe it's a big problem, but lives in a city called Corona? He lives in Costa Mesa. Okay. But yeah, he has a facility that's part of his operation in Corona, yes. Okay. And he did make a joke about that during the conference. Okay. So from doing this episode, I already had a bunch of questions that I wanted to ask him. But yeah, I called for this appointment and turns out he has a busy schedule as well. So Saturday was not it. He had some other conference he was going to. I'll save you the back and forth, but we ended up on a Monday night and he was willing to take an 8 p.m. appointment Oh wow! with me. And I thought, okay, got the full day at work. Then I'm going to drive like an hour and a half, I thought, down to Costa Mesa to meet with Dr. Nick. But I'm in. I want to do it. Costa Mesa can be a real bear of a drive. Like bad traffic. Yeah, Yeah. that's Orange County, again, for those familiar with Southern California geography. So this ended up being actual Pi Day, March 14th. Oh, right. Okay. 2022. So after work, I headed down there and I left plenty of time because I expected traffic to be really bad. But lo and behold, it only took me about an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, hey. I was pleasantly surprised. I did a play in Costa Mesa. Oh, my gosh. It can take you like four hours to get down there on a bad day. Yikes. Yeah. Especially on a play schedule. Yeah. Going there all the time. Yikes. And you're like really nervous about curtain time. Totally. Stressful. Ooh, that sounds like a lot of stress. Which I'm sure Dr. Nick could help you with, by the way. (laughs) I'll check in. So I got there early. The location was like a little business park, essentially, with a lot of buildings. Were they multi-million dollar buildings? All right. You tell me, Carrie, if this looks like a multi-million dollar facility to you. As I'm driving into this complex, it looks like storage facilities. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Just imagine like these big blocky buildings to the right and left with doors and really no other features. Or maybe a soundstage. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I get a little farther in and I find unit H where his business is. That's his car to the right and Mm -hmm. you can see the entrance there. It's two stories, so it's kind of tall and thin and it goes back into the building. It recesses quite a bit. Mm. There's nothing about it that particularly screams multi-million dollar facility. Yeah, I mean, it's big. I would guess that was multi-million dollars. Okay. But also in LA, a house is $2 million. (laughs) Yeah. Just thought that was him finding a very interesting way to sell up what looks like normal uh, business part. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. So I saw two other people leave as I was waiting for my appointment time. So at least I felt good that I wasn't the only person keeping him there till eight. Sure. I came in, the lady at the front, let's call her Regan. Okay, I'll allow it. She was the same one that I had made my appointment with. So she was there and she said, oh, did you fill out your questionnaire? Which, yes, I did. I should talk about my questionnaire. Okay. So after I made my appointment, they sent me an email with a link to fill out this detailed coaching questionnaire at fromthedoctors.com, which I thought, oh, maybe a lot of different doctors share this. But the more I looked at it, I realized, oh, this is just one of Dr. Nick's things. And he created a separate URL for his intake form. 
Huh. Uh, so I created an account there and I filled out a very long form. They wanted to know my values. What is most important in your life? Oh, whoa. What motivates you? What? Personal growth. What have you done to accomplish your goals and dreams? None of your business. Love suggestions. <laughs> I like how it gets more personal after you say none of your business. <laughs> love suggestions. What have I done today to express love and respect to my friends and family? What's this got to do with your blood? <laughs> You know, uh, the blood doesn't lie, but it doesn't tell you everything. Uh, then there's little categories. So under acne, blemishes, and hormonal body fat, which is one of his specialties. He wrote the mm. book on acne. It wants to know if you have acne, cysts, or boils. Uh, most of these questions have just yes and no, or yes, no, and rarely. Mm-hmm. I won't read the whole form because that would take a long time because it took me, goodness, like better part of an hour to fill out. But yeah, ask questions like, do you weigh more than you would like or struggle with excess body fat? Do you consume more than a few servings a week of yogurt, cheese, meat, chicken, and eggs? Mm. Do you have to use acne medication, a birth control pill, or proactive to keep your skin clear? Oh my goodness, yeah, this goes on a long time he just wants to know you know do you sunburn easily do you bruise easily are you experiencing difficulty with urination and at this point how has the actual thing you're signing up for been billed to you like what are you getting for all this at some point my blood is going to be extracted and looked at okay when i was talking to Regan on the phone. Because I can do that for you. Sure. I'll look at it. One of the last things I asked her was, how does he extract the blood? Because we were curious about that. And she said, oh, I'm not sure. Regan. (laughs) And I thought, but but you you work here. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah, it seems like you'd be aware of this. I learned later that she's very new. I think she just started. So we'll cut her some slack there. Okay. Uh, But yeah, oh my goodness, just... But she has not tasted the product. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, if she can't tell me that. Uh, Is your hair thinning? Are your cheeks sagging? Are your gums receding? Is your skin thin and or dry? Is it hard for you to recover after physical activity? So many radio buttons. How often do you eat seafood? Have you experienced failed attempts to diet? Do you feel like making love less often than you used to? Do you have difficulty achieving or maintaining an erection? And then some more kind of essay questions. Briefly explain your typical day's diet. Briefly explain your worst day's diet. Please write out the brands of soap, toothpaste, deodorant, what? laundry detergent, cleaning products, etc. that you use. Wow. Yeah, that one took a while to go around the house and like gather items. Like, I don't know what this stuff is called. Oh my God. And then, How many pages is this intake form? You know, it's like an infinite scroll kind of thing. Okay. But let me show you the proportion of the page. That's my screenshot. Oh, wow. Okay. So Carrie can't even see the detail because it's so tall. Yeah, it looks like we're looking at like 13, 14 pages. <laughs> Something like that. Good. Goodness. For anybody who has 23andMe and has ever done the questionnaires, like mm-hmm. they'll just keep going as long as you want to answer questions and finally you just get tired and stop answering them. It's kind of like that, but you know, this is your intake form. Mm. The final question was mission statement. The purpose of my life is. Good God. <laughs> so, What'd what did you say? Yeah, what did I say? The purpose is now filling out this form. Is living. <laughs> I can't remember the time before this form. (laughs) The purpose is living life to the full, pursuing memorable experiences, helping others along the way, and hopefully leaving things better than I found them. There we go. That's Very my nice. purpose in life. What if you had filled it out just so seriously the whole time and then at the end, my purpose is fucking <laughs> and then like the hang 10 hand. That would be great if I did that and like I also had uh, troubles achieving erections <laughs> or something. <laughs> That's what I want help with. <laughs> so she asked me, did you fill out the question? I was like, yes, I did. Because it was kind of- <laughs> I'm the, not doing it twice. It was kind of a, the tone of like, I don't think I have it. I was oh, like, right. you better have it. <laughs> I've done it. I'm not doing it again. 
And then as I was sitting in this downstairs lobby area, just kind of waiting, uh, there's some weight equipment up front. So, oh, yep. Okay. If, if Barbells. You, yeah. And there's like a pull up bar in the doorway. So, you know, if you need to do that and plenty of stuff to do leg lifts on and other exercises. Just and got my blood taken. I think I'll do some lifting. <laughs> One of his big things is this total failure workout. Oh, right. Yeah. Which I was very interested in. And there's a sign behind the desk that says perfect video. And I'm thinking, well, that's hmm. not the Delgado protocol. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. But apparently, it's a cool sign. yeah, apparently he fancies himself kind of a video processing facility as well. Hmm, that is a lot of stuff. And I'm sitting there, and, and I hear him upstairs and recognize his voice. And he comes down with a man and a woman, and they're talking about getting a COVID test. And so we know he has thoughts on that. Yeah. The woman is saying he needs a test that shows that he's negative for the antigen. Mm. Dr. Nick says, oh, well, we just did the test. And she's like, oh, but that shows if he has the antibodies, Mm. we need like an antigen test. And then he has to kind of go into his whole thing where he doesn't believe in the PCR test. Mm. That's like one of his big talking points. Okay. So he's trying to like tell them about it. Like, well, it's not really reliable anyway. I mean, you can get any kind of result from that. We have a better kind of test like that. And, you know, we can set you up with that. And she was saying, well, we need it soon. Anyway, so he was kind of talking around them. And you could tell she was confused. I was confused. We were all confused. <laughs> but he didn't want to do a PCR test. That was essentially mm. it. He's like, I got something better for you. Hmm. And he saw me and he said, oh, you must be Ross. At this point, I'm nervous because we scheduled for Monday. It's the day after our podcast about Dr. Nick Delgado oh, right. came out. You never know. Do people have Google alerts? Like, yep. Is he aware that I just made this? whole expose about his talk at the Conscious Life Expo. Happens less often than you'd think. Right. Has he listened to it? Yeah, but you always have to have that in the back of your mind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do they know who I am coming in? Yep. Uh, But he acts like he's meeting me for the first time. He's very friendly. Hey, nice to see you, man. So anyways, he finishes up with those two. Then it's time for me. Eight o'clock. Let's go upstairs. So I follow him up into another area just like coded in books. I didn't realize this till later, but there were a few that had Trump on the spine and it's oh. they just said like really bold trump and i can't okay tell what the subtitles oh, are but cool. yeah makes me think that they might be pro-trump books yeah i'm willing to bet that he's pro-trump yeah me too i mean mostly because he's weird about covid but most of the books were medical books of various stripes a wide variety that mostly looked really old like he'd started his collection in the 70s or 80s or uh, something like mm-hmm. that nothing like old nutrition books and his own books were everywhere as would be evidence mm-hmm. throughout the conversation because as we would traipse upon various talking points he would say ah oh, well of course you know i wrote the book on that and he'd reach over and it was always like just kind of within an arm's reach he oh, had wow. like eight different books that he could gesture to me so it was kind of a confined little area so he sort of invited me back behind his desk and there were cameras mounted and there was audio equipment and microphones and from afar I could recognize that he had OBS it's this uh, broadcasting and capture software I Mm. I just recognized it I'd been using it earlier in the day so I mentioned that like guys you're using OBS he's like oh you do video production so he started telling me about his experience in that and he said oh yeah well I record everything and I'm already noticing like with the bookshelves and his setup there "Ah, I've seen a lot of your YouTube videos that take place right here where we're sitting okay hey we're in the studio and he said yeah and if it's all right with you I'll record the session oh yeah yeah of course so he asked me first and 
and I started taking pictures. I said, is it okay for me to take a picture of your setup here? And he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tit for tat. And it was one of those things where as he, throughout this conversation, would take my blood or hand me a sheet or whatever it may be, I would be taking pictures. And after a while, he'd sort of art direct it and be like, oh, make sure you get a picture of that. No, uh, So uh, it was kind of a fun dynamic there. What's he taping this for? For me. Oh, okay. He said, I'll send it to you as a private YouTube link, which I have okay. now. Yeah, pretty cool. I'm, I'm all for it. You don't get added into any of his big YouTube videos or anything? No. Okay. You know, I, I do get the sense that he would ask before he mm-hmm. would do anything like that if he wanted to. Yeah, I was just excited for you. Yeah. Yeah, I could be a star. Yeah, <laughs> finally. <laughs> He's the fourth most followed doctor. I've heard about that. Yes, <laughs> we learned at his talk. Anyway, so clearly he didn't recognize me. I mentioned that I had seen him at the Conscious Life Expo and he said, oh, this this year? Yep. Mm-hmm. So he didn't recognize me whatsoever. So sure. didn't need to worry about that. He also asked me, did you fill out the form? I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I filled out the questionnaire. Don't make me do it again. So he pulled that up and he starts kind of glancing through it. And you could tell he's not looking at Reading this. Reading the 14 pages. Right, yeah. right. You know, he's just kind of scrubbing through for various conversation points and bringing them up. But he ends up asking me a lot of the same stuff again, which is fine. I asked him about who would have done my test if I paid for the $80 one Mm. rather than the $350 consultation with him. And he said, oh, yeah, well, I train lots of doctors. And I I thought he would have a very concise answer for, you know, like who performs the test at Corona. Exactly. And this will be a theme if you didn't get this impression from his talk already that he loves to name drop and he loves to just Mm. at, at the drop of a hat. He'll go off on these little side quests and stories and tell you about someone really famous that he knows or some mm. great doctor who's the best in this but admits that Dr. Nick actually knows more than he does. The message of every story is always Dr. Nick is the best studied and sure. uh, most advanced purveyor of every piece of information yeah, that, reminds me that of someone he touches. On his shelf. <laughs> Right. He would say this and you'll say it outright. When I get interested in something, I just read up everything about it. And then I just know more than everybody else. Oh, I was with him for three quarters of that. Yeah. Like if he were interested in physics, I feel he'd be the type of person to send the paper to other physicists to say, I figured out why Einstein is wrong. Oh, uh-huh. you know, he'd be one uh-huh. of those people. Like I think he just has this extreme confidence in his own ability to synthesize synthesize read up on a subject and then just feel complete mastery of it Mm -hmm. because he's tested the waters a bit yeah yeah, yeah. and he does this broadly on a lot of different topics he'll just say it in that kind of kruger thing he'll he'll say it in this very braggy way and at one point Mm -hmm. even said like and i don't say that just to brag i'm you know i'm just like really good at blah 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 (laughs) and brags (laughs) far point taken okay so anyways he he did finally name a person named kyle who works at the Corona Kyle. facility, who's also trained. But apparently he's he's got other people who help him with these tests. But again, just that simple question about who would have done my test at Corona turned into him bragging about, you know, I've tested other blood hematology doctors and they look at me and they say, I can't believe, you know, what you're pulling from blood. You're looking at things that we never see. Yeah, I want to know about that. So I I pressed him on that a little bit. I said, well, what's different? He said, well, they're generally looking at stained blood, whereas I'm Mm -hmm. looking at live blood. Mm -hmm. Like I'm taking it fresh and wet and I'm putting it on a slide and I'm looking at it under the microscope. Surely other people do that. We had a few people write us in and I'd love to follow up with some of them. 
people who actually do blood analysis yeah. for a living mm-hmm. and multiple people told us I'm sure I could compete with Dr. Nick on right. how much blood I've analyzed so I, I'm pretty confident saying that that's just an overblown claim when he says he's looked at more blood than anybody else yeah I remember at least one person saying that the method he was describing is something they learned you know as a like first year student Mm, mm -hmm. yeah somewhere as he was glancing through my survey i'd mentioned something about pie and pie memorization Mm, mm because i don't know i was talking about hobbies or whatever and i thought he'd take interest in that as someone who he he himself has pursued some guinness records as well oh tell me more so i thought yeah he'd be excited by this whole memorization thing and he did have a few anecdotes about oh well i knew a guy who was really great with memorization But then I said, well, happy Pi Day, by the way. And he's like, I'm sorry. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, you know, like Pi, the number that's the, you know, circumference of a circle divided by the diameter. And he didn't register any recognition whatsoever. Whoa. Like he'd never heard of Pi. Whoa. And so I just got up and left at that point. I said, sorry, I'll need a (laughs) refund. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of uh, shocking. And yeah, he wasn't really interested in the memorization or anything like that or, yeah. or the record. I just thought he would be as a fellow record keeper. Yeah, what what records has he gone for? We'll definitely get to the point where he okay. tells me in detail about oh, his records. Good. Okay, can't Because he, he alluded to them in his talk. So yeah, I definitely mm. wanted more info about those yeah. records. Okay. By the way, just to let everybody know, so I had my big public event. You came, mm-hmm. Drew came. Uh, I kept messing up on the early numbers, no less, the ones that are supposed to be a lot easier. And so I'd have to restart every time because I was trying to go for a clean take of 3,200 digits of pi from memory. It was wild, you guys. It was freaking wild. I did better as I got farther. But anyways, at a certain point, I just decided, you know what, let's just restart a paragraph if I make a mistake because it's easy to do and you're saying that many numbers from your head, at least for me, to often even have the right thing in your head, but the wrong thing comes out of your mouth. And sometimes you catch it and fix it. And sometimes you don't. Mm -hmm. So we had this big event. It was fun. It was great to see everybody. Everyone was super supportive. But afterwards, I pulled my judges, Jim and Spencer aside and said, okay, let's do this clean. Let's do it again. So that Tuesday, a couple days after the event, I met up with them, made a mistake at 2100. (sighs) Yep. (laughs) So got to do it again. So it was already late at night on Tuesday. So we met up again on Thursday earlier. I started going again. I made a mistake in like the 2600s. No! Had to restart all over again. But nice thing is I kept getting faster each time because it's, it's good. You know, it's practice, right? Yeah. So then finally, that second time on Thursday, I got all 3,200 digits out. So Yay! I've sent it off to Germany. Hopefully that shows up on the Pi World ranking list at some point in the near future. There you go. There's it my will. There's my update on Pi Congratulations. Day. Thank you. You did a great job. Thank you. I need to start practicing it again because otherwise I'll lose it. Okay. So he asked me, I like this. How young are you now? Oh, I've known a few people who do this instead of saying how old are yeah. you. Yeah. One of his beats that he's really excited about is life extension. Yeah. Living a long time. I can see he's particularly sensitive to that. So I said, I'm 39. And he said, ooh, how is that 40 coming up? How do you feel about that? Oh, God. Okay. I was like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Don't really think about it much. Rude. You can tell, like, for him, aging is a big right, deal. Right, right. Um, and he's probably used to hearing a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, 40. Yeah, yeah. Barely getting going. 
Yeah, according to his goals for his life. Yeah. He's got a long ways oh, to yeah. go Oh, yeah. How long does he want to live till? Like 170 or I, something? I'm going to ask him that explicitly okay, okay. later on. Yeah, so I'll, I'll save that. I, I should mention another important thing is so we're sitting with our backs to this big shelf of books. Mm-hmm. We're kind of facing his computer screens. But to our right, next to a big monitor, is a microscope. So he's got this big microscope set up. That's where he's going to put your blood Mm -hmm. and then pull it up on the big screen there. So he tells me that this particular one is his most powerful. It's like 600x magnification, Mm. but it's very finicky. The one downstairs, that's his workhorse. He takes Mm. that one to the uh, conferences. Okay. I would think everything would be so carefully calibrated that you wouldn't want to jostle it around and move it around a bunch. Yeah, but, but I guess that I one's built like it. a tank or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he mentions again that he's been with Tony Robbins. Oh, right. And then he says, like, there was a conference with Tony Robbins where I examined a thousand people's blood. And then to his Wait a cre- minute, it was 600 last time. I'm sure it would change if he said it again. <laughs> but to his credit, he has the proviso. Well, I didn't personally do it, but I oversaw sure. a thousand people. So I appreciate that little Still- desire for accuracy. Yeah. Nuts. If true yeah yeah but as he's saying some of these things about tony robbins and other talking points i'll kind of either finish the thought for him or i'll reveal that i kind of know this about him already Mm. and at a couple points he got kind of confused by this he's like wait how do you like (laughs) do i have a fan (laughs) yeah and i said oh well i attended your talk and i i guess he's just not expecting someone to have like yeah. Really absorbed I, as much as I did from like reviewing right, his re- right. <laughs> recording. I, I attended your talk and taking I wrote careful notes. I wrote notes during it and then I listened <laughs> to the recording and then I wrote notes about those and then I told my friend and then I edited it. <laughs> exactly. So it's really, it's in my head there with the pie. Yeah, he he clearly was just a little weirded out every now and then. Like, wait, why do you already know this about me? Why do you know the names of my books? I remember when I interviewed Kimberly Meredith, her being like, wow, you really pay attention. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fancy that. He asked if I wanted to have him look at my lipids as well. It's only $75 extra. Okay. I said, okay. All right. Sure. Supersize me rules. Oh, you asked it. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be an evening where the supersize me philosophy could get you deep in the oh, hole. Oh, yeah. Okay. Keep track. So we've started with $350 for the blood reading. Yeah. We've added lipids for $75. Okay. There will be more. That's what, $425? Already, yep. Okay. So he asks if I track my hormones. Like my hormone levels, if I get like regular blood tests to give him any historical look at my hormone levels and... No. no. Who does? Okay, no. I mean, sometimes people who are like trying to get pregnant, but never heard of it in other contexts. Yeah, but that's his life. So I guess uh, it's not too surprising that he might expect that. Do you think this guy is a Max Fund member? I'm guessing no. No? That would be really funny if he listened to a bunch (laughs) of the other shows, but not ours. (laughs) He's just really into schmanners. <laughs> love schmanners. So good. <laughs> so good. I haven't paid one lick of attention. And whenever they play promos for other shows, I immediately stop listening. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, that's how he lost out. But you don't have to lose out, Katie or Peter. <laughs> Or Heather, or Melissa, or Molly. That's right, Benjamin, because you can become a Maximum Fun member. And I, I hope you listen to some of the other amazing shows on the network as well. We're not the only one. There's like, what, 38 shows? I, that was Something a, like that. That was a that. highly specific number, but there's a lot of shows there's on the network. There's a lot of shows. And they're fantastic shows because Maximum Fun puts a lot of thought and work into supporting great comedy, great culture. Yes. And uh, we like to think we bring a little bit of both. Yeah. So your membership 
if you're a MaxFun member, that pays for our show. I mean, it directly supports, it is the bulk of how this show gets done. Yes, when we go to buy tickets for the thing, we have that money to do that Mm -hmm. and feed our cats and you your dog Mm -hmm. because you've been supporting us on Maximum Fun. That's right. So this is the one time of year that we put a lot of energy into letting you know how to support the show as a member. So please... Robin, please, Andrea, please, Max, Grace, Christine, or whatever your name is. Will you join us as As a a member? member. There we go. I thought we were going to say that in unison. (laughs) We got there. Yeah, we did. And you can get there. You can get there together with us. us. Say it with us. Will Will you you please join join us as as a a member? member. That's right. Yeah, we should have said it the same way. Nicole, Erica. Eric. Oh, I oh, said Eric because you said Erica. Nice. That means you have to sign up. That's how that works. Ian, Zachary, Stephen, Lisa, please. And I know what you're thinking. Sure, I care about you and your show, but what's in it for me? And that's a good question because there's a lot in it for you. Yeah. I mean, first of all, maybe check yourself. The level of selfishness that you're displaying, <laughs> Kurt, is, is alarming. But at the same time, there's a lot for you. Um, <laughs> so there's... <laughs> And that, <laughs> and that includes at the $5 per month membership. Yes. 350 hours of bonus content from all the Max Fun oh, shows. That's too much. Yeah. And uh, many of those hours are from us because there's yes. our Disney album where we sing songs a cappella from memory. From memory. From Disney. That's right. Going way back, we have a bloopers episode. We did two kind of fun interviews on top of our previous investigations. Mm -hmm. We have numerous commentaries. There's a common carry. Yes, with me and Jordan Morris from Jordan Jesse Go. Watching Cars. I'm convincing him that Cars is pretty okay. There's also a commentary with Midsommar, one of my favorite movies, Mm -hmm. and you had never seen it, and our buddy Matthew's there. A Star Wars commentary where Carrie watches Star Wars for the first time. Oh, yeah. When she is physically shackled to the couch and can't leave. <laughs> I think Drew brings me chocolate in the middle of that. To oh, make it that's better. nice. I just thought of the restraint, but I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad Drew went for positive reinforcement. We also had a Thrive commentary. That was a very oh yeah weird documentary. Taurus-centered documentary. The most Tauruses you will see in any documentary. So if you join us at five dollars a month or more, you get access to all of that all and of that. all of the bonus content from all the other shows on Max Fun. Also, you can buy a gift membership. You know, if you have a friend that you're like, oh, they'd really love all this stuff, but $5 a month is too much for them, you can give a gift membership and they get it. I love that. And every year I end up buying somebody a gift membership. Aw, that's Uh, nice. So that means I have to do it again now because I just said that. But what a wonderful way if you've already got your Maximum Fun membership and you know somebody else wants it, you can kind of give one to the community or to a specific friend, but then they get the extra bonus content. They get the membership and that pride of being part of the family, but also you have helped support the shows that you love. Yeah, that's something you could do, Caitlin. Okay, but Ross, you know what everybody's waiting for. They're waiting for our stretch goals. They want to know what happens if they, in aggregate, support our show. What exciting new things will happen this year? Our goals. So we've learned this year that stretch goals oh, right. are after the main goals. Okay, so we've got goals and then we'll have a stretch goal. We Yes, the stretch goal, we're supposed to act like we don't have one yet. 
Okay. And then if they get to the main goals, then all of a sudden, oh, a stretch goal. We just thought of it. Get us to these goals so you can hear- But we're too honest, so I have to (laughs) announce it like this. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie's got her hand held aloft and out as if she's giving a public address. Okay, so let's talk about our goals and please help us get to these goals so in our next episode, we can tell you about the stretch goal, which we are very excited to tell you about. Okay, so goal number one, if we get to 1,000, new or upgrading Ona Ross and Carrie listeners yeah. I will learn any song on the banjo okay. chosen by our listeners any song I have no say in this we'll have a system people will vote you can upvote your favorite okay. response oh so we're not just giving them five ones to nope. choose from they're coming up with it yep so it's all up you, to them you pick an absurdly long song or mm-hmm. some song called Banjo McBoatface mm-hmm. I have that's to do how, it that's how the internet works I think that's what you end up with yeah I will say it has to be a song okay as long as i can find it somewhere okay that's and, fine. and other people upvote it so okay yeah. all right what else you got okay goal number two if we get 1500 new and upgrading ono ross and carrie and i think that includes listeners. boosting members as well i believe right? so I believe yeah so. you can boost your membership you're not ready to be the next level of max fun but you're willing to give a little extra dough and get the same rewards that yeah. counts yeah at 1500 ross will eat an entire jar of gray poupon <laughs> <laughs> which he hates, but fortunately it's a small jar. And I will eat a whole jar of ketchup. Now, I like ketchup, but it's a much bigger jar. Uh, yes. So it does still sound gross. That sounds awful. Why not do it? And you should also all know that Carrie spells ketchup, catsup. <laughs> I think I got it from my mom. Okay, <laughs> goal number three. If we get 2,000 new upgrading boosting members okay. for our show. I'm excited about this one. We will start attending events for one of our three most requested investigations. I cannot say more. Yeah, we're trying to be a little cagey about this. We don't want to say exactly what it is, but I I think some of you can surmise. We'll let you do your own guessing. And it's one we've been wanting to do for a while, but I think if we can hit 2,000 listeners, this will decide it. We'll just say, Mm -hmm. okay, Okay, we're going to start attending services regularly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Services, events, whatever. Get us going. Goal number four, if we get (gasps) 2,300, we will live stream an episode of Flavor Babies. That's right. You've all been wanting to hear more flavor babies you're all big fans <laughs> that might be when we eat our grape poupon and ketchup maybe but who knows we'll who see knows? what happens and goal number five because certainly we don't have a six already in our pocket we would never do nope, that nope. but our final goal of max fun drive is for 2600 new upgrading boosting oh no ross and carrie listeners yeah we will sign up for the goop cruise. That's right. It's finally been scheduled. Uh, you should all know who and what that is. But Gwyneth Paltrow, she has this company called Goop. Mm-hmm. They sell things like jade eggs that you shove up into your hoo-ha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, clinical term. they've been promising a cruise. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to happen. And you want us on that cruise, don't you? Yes. Help us get there. Get us to 2600. And we will depart to Barcelona. Yep. And we will join the cruise. And we genuinely. And we genuinely need new members to do that. It's a very expensive event. Yeah, it, that get, will help get us there. Getting to another country and getting cruise tickets and all that. It's uh, It takes a little money. I'm making a little money symbol with yeah. my hands. I would say it takes a lot of money. You can't see that. Yeah, we really like, we need you. Um, so get us there. You, yeah. you want all this amazing stuff to happen, right? Yeah, don't you, Natalie? Yeah, Aaron. Yeah. Help out. Jonathan, please, we need you. Maximumfun.org forward slash join. Thank you, Chris. All right, back to Nick. 
he asks about acne. And so I tell him, yeah, I've had lifelong acne. It used to be really bad when I was a teenager. Get mm. it on my back and face and really annoying places and like deep cystic acne that doesn't quite reach the oh, surface. Oh, the worst, the worst, oh, the it's, worst. Oh, it's so obnoxious. You can't, so painful. can't pop it. You can't do anything. Just suffer it out. The only way out is through. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of looking at my skin. He's like, okay, because it looks pretty good right now. I said, yeah, I'm, you know, anytime I go see a dermatologist or something, it's when I'm having a good week. Sure. So then he asked me how young my wife is. Okay. So, so, so I say she's 40 and he wants to know about her skin. And this just, what? it's not constant, but every now and then he'll kind of recommend things that maybe your wife should blah, 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 or mm. we should test your wife for blah, 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 blah. So I don't mm. know. He's already trying to build a second client out yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. I tell him my whole firewalking story, or at least the very brief version of it. And he's like, yeah. oh, that's wild. Did you do it with Tony Robbins? <laughs> By the way, he loves Tony Robbins. Have I said I that? I believe it. He's done firewalking with Tony Robbins. I said, no, it wasn't him, but yeah, I overdid it. Oh, I wonder if he was at that firewalking event where a whole bunch of people got uh, hurt. That would be wild. Probably not, because I'm sure oh he would have had more to say about that. Yeah, that's true. He asks if I have children, and I say yes, one. Mm-hmm. And how old is he? 20. And uh, that didn't seem to phase him. I think I'm getting to the point in my life now where people are no longer shocked okay. that I have a 20-year-old. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. That's wild, though, that you've been a dad for longer than you were not a dad. Yeah. Crazy, huh? I'm not a dad. Yeah, that my son is older than when I had him. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was asking me if I eat cheese. He asked if I was okay with Daya. Sure. It's fine. Okay, yeah, that's a vegan cheese. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're, we're talking about that. And I said, well, very interested that you advocate a plant-based diet. Yeah. Uh, are you at all interested in animal welfare or ecology? Mm-hmm. Direct quote from Dr. Nick Delgado. If I thought it was healthy, I'd run an animal down and eat it live. Wow. Okay. It's all about health. I respect animals. I get it. Not that much. (laughs) I'm not saying I don't care about animals. You are, though. It's just my highest value in the world is health. Because if I lose that, where's everything else? Where's my family? Where's my career? Yeah. So there you go. I had this mental image of Nick just chasing down an animal and eating it live. Yeah. Wow. What a what a selfish person. <laughs> so I mean, I'm I'm glad that he's convinced by the health arguments. Sure. So yeah. That ends up in the same place. That's led momentarily. him to. I, I asked, you know, have you been doing this for a long time? He said, Oh well, just since 1977. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a while. Yeah, you've been doing it a long time, yeah, yeah. Nick. <laughs> Not to God though. To God, that's a very short time. Good point. So then we talk a bit about life extension, and I ask him if he's heard of Ray Kurzweil, who we mentioned regularly on the podcast. So then he's got a story about uh, him meeting with Terry Grossman, who happens to be Ray Kurzweil's doctor. And I was telling him about all of the stuff that I do, and Terry was just so impressed. He was texting Ray and uh, telling him, you need to follow what Dr. Nick says. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is a really sprawling conversation. Yeah. Seems like it's hard to keep him on track. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. Oh, the conversation is going a million different ways. He's grabbing a book and we're starting something that's like kind of a big topic and he'll start to say something and then just whoop, yeah. we're like off on a detour and we're talking about something else and he's grabbing stuff and he walks away from the desk for a bit to grab okay. something else or go yeah. talk to Regan. It's chaos. It's like wandering through a theme park. You have a general idea of where you're going, but you're distracted at every turn. Yeah, it's just it's chaos and nonstop and name drops and self-promotion. <laughs> this is the slightly filtered version of it, but some of this is driven by the survey and the, the questions yeah. as he's kind of uh, 
scrubbing through them. Okay. He mentions that Blood Doesn't Lie was censored. And I say, yeah, tell me about that because is it, you know, something to do with your publisher? Who do you work with? And he said, oh, no, it wasn't the publisher at all. Okay. It was Amazon. It was Uh, all Amazon. So I wanted to sell my book on Amazon and they went through like line by line and told me, you can't say this. You can't say this. You can't say this. Wow. And I said, oh, well, what what was the nature of the kind of stuff that they made you remove? Yeah. And he said it was 100%. It was about the narrative, you know, like what they're trying to do with COVID and like kind of this overall. Big they. Yeah. Yeah. This like the narrative in terms of like the plan that. The powers that be have for the world. Ooh, I just invented a phrase, big they. I'm going to use that Big they. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to brag to everyone all the time. Like, you know, I invented the term big Big they they. that everyone uses now. You remember, everyone. This is the moment that it happened. Yeah, exactly. This is where big they came from. Then I'll start talking about how I know Susan Sarandon. (laughs) Yeah, you just go full on Dr. Nick. (laughs) And he was saying that, you know, all the other doctors agreed with me and all the points that I made and I'd cited it with journals and everything, but Amazon just wouldn't have it. All the other doctors. So I reminded him, well, you mentioned in the talk that there's an unaltered version of that book that you can give to people. Like, can I follow up with you? Can you send me that? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I can definitely share it with insiders. Like, okay, Okay. cool. Um, (laughs) That's you. And then I said, and you also mentioned that you could share your new book, Disease Hacking. And he kind of thought about that for a bit. He's like, yeah, okay, well, you know, yeah, you're here and uh, we're good to do it. So, uh, yeah, sure. Hmm, but a little hesitation there. Yes. And we'll find that Nick is very quick to promise things, to sort of commit to something. And then later on when he's asked to fulfill that, ah. be like, oh, wait a second. Mm, so we'll find maybe, boss like this. maybe he's not so eager to actually share the things that he said in the moment. You know, okay. of course. Yeah, we'll send that to you. Uh Uh-oh, you remembered. Hmm. (laughs) Don't know if we want to do that. How did this guy who memorized 3,200 digits of pi remember what I said? (laughs) So, you know, he's got all these books to his name. And I've mentioned on the previous show that I had started reading his Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy. Yes. His book all about having the best sex life. And at this point, I had finished reading it. You know, it's a relatively quick book. And I read it as an e-book. And it was published in 2019 and already 75% of the links in it were broken. Oh, no. Okay. Just so weird because the book was a constant referral for his various services and yep. tapes that you could listen to and supplements. Oh, it's all about the I supplements. I know this kind of book. Okay. The, this guy has so many supplements. There was a whole display case of them downstairs. But I would try to click on each one of them, and I swear, more times than not, I would get to a dead link on his website. Wow. What gives? It's been Oh, on his website. On his website. On his his website. Own website. Yeah, Delgado Protocol. And it would be like 404, missing link. Oh, my God. Did you look up any of them on the Wayback Machine? No, because I was on my phone. Okay. Yeah, fair. uh, Yeah, I'm sure I could have found them that way. But I mean, enough of them worked that I got the gist of what was going on here. It's like, for everything, there is a pill you can take that will make it better. (laughs) Right. You'll last longer, harder, and, you know, make her moan with pleasure. Um, did you feel like there was anything you got from that book as as a lover? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there there was a lot of good advice generally, you know, uh-huh. like yeah, plenty of things seemed non controversial. And in fact, overall, for someone who had his 
other book pulled by Amazon for talking about the narrative. Mm -hmm. This seemed fairly straightforward to the point where there were many passages that I did do Google searches for just to see if he used exact phrasing from anywhere. Uh And I'll be honest, I never caught any plagiarism or anything like that. Most of it just felt so like even keeled, Uh where it's like, I don't know if you wrote this. Like, th- this doesn't oh. feel like Dr. Nick hmm, to me. Interesting. But nothing new and groundbreaking where you were like, I'm going to try that. Yeah, no, nothing like that. And he had promised during his talk that if you really wanted the secrets too, these are two specific things that I want to get to the bottom yeah. of. What is the third form of female orgasm? Right, which we think we found in the last episode, right. but we'll see. After, okay. after clitoral and the G-spot. Yeah. And then secondly, he also said and teased during his talk that he knew the only way to know for sure if a woman has orgasmed. And it's not if she told you. Uh, it's not if her skin was flesh. It's not if her nipples are erect. But there's one physical way that you secretion? can know. So, okay, well, I'll take okay. all the guesses you want to give okay. me. Okay, secretion um, or maybe pupil dilation. Oh, interesting. That's fine. <laughs> like, look into my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Open your eyes. Let me see them. <laughs> These were promised secrets, and so I bought this two dollar ninety nine cent yeah. ebook, and nowhere in there were those oh topics even addressed or those it's terms so used. Annoying, <laughs> really annoying. Also, was this all just heteronormative? Like very heteronormative. Okay. Boy yeah. equals penis. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, and, and and all about cis male, six female sex. Yeah, okay. and at least to his credit, there's a lot of focus on finding the woman's needs and sure. making sure she's having a good time as well. You know? Good, and, good, and defining the quality of sex by her experience. So. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, hats off to that, at least. But yeah, so I, I I told him. So I read through the book, and I was looking for those two particular answers that you mentioned in your talk. Yeah. And he said, oh, okay, well, remember to ask me that later, because, you know, maybe we'll go downstairs later, and we can have another session. My wife's down there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this could be a very interesting meeting with Dr. <laughs> Nick. So he had a separate studio, and for whatever reason, he wanted to have that conversation down there. So huh. I should say those the questions. Sex dungeon, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wasn't thinking that way, but now that you say it, that would make sense. No, it wouldn't. What am I saying? <laughs> a certain sense. At least he said that that book wasn't censored, so I got the full deal, except not what he said was in there. That, that was another thing. He uh, Occasionally, he would bring up a book and just say something kind of ominous about it. So, for example, there was a book on stem cells. I can't remember what the title was, but he said, this one's impossible to find, and I only give it out to other doctors. It's a long story. And he's, he sounded like really put out by what happened with this book. Is it his book? Yes. Okay. But apparently something bad happened, and he's like, oh, but I want yeah. I want to talk about that. <laughs> like, Whoa. Yeah. So I was like, well, okay. I want to know more. Yeah. So Interesting. I saw stem cells on his uh, Instagram. If you can. Yeah, he's still definitely... In in fact, he told me later that he's currently working on a chapter about stem cells. So that that's mm. part of his rich and extensive bailiwick. Interesting. Uh, okay. But then there was another book later that he mentioned. And I said, oh, is that the stem cell one? He's like, no, no, that's a different story. This is a other bad story. I'm not telling you about that. <laughs> yeah. So lots of drama with these books, apparently. But I did ask him if he ever uses co-authors because I kind of had the suspicion that he was working with someone and just saying, can you write all this straight lay stuff about oxytocin or whatever? Right, right. And then I'll insert a product link to my pill oh, that yeah. will make you better. Did he admit to that? No, he, he just mentioned two books where he did have a co-author. Okay. And was was one of them the one you read that you suspected he no. hadn't? No, Uh, I don't know. Maybe he has a method of being sort of straight laced when he needs to be 
because that felt like 80% of the book. Or he took like a really serious turn at some point. It would be very recent then if that book came out in 2019. Maybe COVID did it. (laughs) Somehow Richard Bandler came up, who I I hadn't heard this name before, but he was asking me if I had heard of NLP. And I said, oh, yeah, your linguistic programming. Apparently Richard Bandler was the creator of NLP Mm. as a method. And Nick Delgado knows him. So a little, uh. little name dropping, little storytelling about that. And uh, he said that Richard told him that uh, Nick is a kinesthetic learner. He could tell that about Nick. Okay. So that's using this uh, kind of, I, I think it's been pretty well debunked, the categorization of the methods of learning, mm-hmm. uh, kinesthetic, auditory, visual learners, those different types. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he- Everyone does have like a... From what I've read about it, like everyone has sort of a preference, but it's not like a locked in, like this is your only pathway. Right. So uh, anyways, he was saying, I can already tell that you are an auditory learner. This Mm. he was picking up through NLP signals saying that I was using phrases like, Uh, that sounds true. Tell me and I'd like to hear. Yeah, stuff Uh like that. And so then he says, oh, I'm high level NLP. I know everything that's going on around me. And uh, there was this other guy who was also like a master of NLP. And we were just going at it like expert swordsmen, you know, like (laughs) analyzing each other's eye movements. And Oh, goodness. (laughs) Yeah, NLP is this thing where you like sort of try to take control of a conversation by using little phrases or little movements with your body that make a person feel a certain way or come to a certain conclusion. And it's all pretty questionable. Yeah, I mean, I can see why it would be compelling, too, because some of Mm -hmm. it sounds true-ish. Yeah. Like it, like it should right. work or might work in certain circumstances. Uh, but this is one of those times where he said, like, I'm not bragging. This is just one of my skills. Okay. <laughs> All right. As long as you say you're not bragging, you're not. This really was a wide-ranging conversation because then he started talking about stage hypnotism and how it really misrepresents what's possible with the mind. And I said, okay. oh, so do you think that's because of audience participation? And he said, oh, no, no, no. Like the people who do this are really good at finding the people who will play along in the audience. So, oh, interesting. Isn't that just another way of saying audience participation? But, oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, and so this then led into a conversation about his records that he's achieved because he was saying that with hypnosis and NLP, he can get into a theta state, and that's mm. helped him to break these world records that he's done. Okay. Okay, so I asked him about that, and he said that he had trained to set the world record in curls and lifts. So that's the combination of curling a weight up with your bicep, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a, a dumbbell lift, and then lifting it up above your head. Oh, right. Okay. So he had gotten himself ready to set the world record, and then Guinness told him, we don't have a record for that. We're, <laughs> n- we're not creating one for you. <laughs> oh, wow. That seems like something to find out first. <laughs> so apparently they have a curl record. So he's okay. like, okay, well, then I'm just going to kind of adjust my training and Shirley go for Temple that. Shirley Temple want it. <laughs> he had trained for this for three months. So he found out that there was a world record for 550 curls in one hour with a 50-pound weight, which that's crazy impressive. That's a a lot of curls. He set this up. He had three judges, three cameras, all in accordance with the rules. And he did 600, but he still had 30 minutes to go in his hour. So Mm. he ended up with 1,032 curls in one hour with the 50-pound weight. Yeah, super impressive. That's great. Yeah. So apparently... He hadn't yet submitted that or finalized that. And some other guy came along that same year and did 1,045. Oh, no. So beat his record by 13. What a jerk. 
So he's not in the record book, but he held the record for a certain number of months. And, you know, he'll still refer to that as a world record. Yeah, that he... uh, Does he have the video? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he would say he does. And I didn't ask him for it. I want to see the video. Because it seems like a thing you could just say. Yeah. Well, I think while perusing his site, I saw a video of it. Okay. That event, maybe not the full hour, but it was like... Here's what I'm doing in the location and all that. But he was in his 50s. And I mean, that's really impressive. Mm -hmm. But also, he he mentioned later that he hurt his back in the progress of doing that and training for that. So he never went back to try to reclaim his his record. So while we're having this conversation, he is sterilizing my finger with a little alcohol prep pad. And he's just doing a little tiny prick with a lancet. Mm -hmm. This is interesting because I'm used to even when I go to like donate blood, they'll squeeze yeah. Wipe away, squeeze, you know, just to get some blood that hasn't been right near the surface. Right. I was kind of expecting him to do the same thing. But no, essentially just broke skin, took the little, not pipette, but like this little plastic chip thing where the blood just sort of gets sucked into a little recess in okay. the plastic. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting that he kind of grabbed the first blood and didn't like try to yeah. stimulate some more blood. Anyway, so he, he grabbed just the tiniest amount of blood mm-hmm. and then gave me uh, something to put over my finger while it healed and then put that under the microscope. It's hooked up to the TV there, big screen TV, and I start taking pictures because this is interesting. I'm looking at my own blood under sure. the slide at 600x magnification, he said. So you could see on any given screen maybe... Like 200 blood cells. Oh, there's Ross. Okay. That's my blood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's not your face. Yeah. Okay. You know, little circles traveling around a blue background. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. That's a microscope. All right. So he's looking at my blood and he's seeing things and pointing them out to me. So one thing he notes immediately is that there's some round red blood cells here, but I'm seeing a lot of oval ones. And this is really... Uh concerning me okay yeah so this tells him that i'm not getting sufficient b12 folic acid Hmm. so i'm likely low in sounded like he said something like five methyl tetrahydrofolate oh 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 does that sound familiar to you yeah, isn't that the thing that the people with the 5-MTHR thing... That sounds right. ...supposedly don't process well? Okay. So there's this one mutation that a lot of people have that... I, I have no idea if this is scientific, but the claim is that they don't process that thing you just said... Okay. ...very well, and this causes a cascade of various problems. Oh, blood-related problems? I, I assume blood is part of that because okay. it's like a laundry list. Okay. Anyway, so he's a little concerned about this. Uh, and he asked me, well, are you taking a one a day, like kind of a vitamin supplement? Mm-hmm. And I said, no. Mm-hmm. And this just kind of floors him like, oh, oh, goodness. Oh, you don't take any sort of supplementation. And there's one question I really wish I had asked him that I did not, which is, how many pills does he take a day? Oh, yeah. And I imagine he would say that he addresses most things with diet Mm because he did kind of make that point at some point in the conversation that ideally you have a perfect diet and you don't need supplementation but he deals in supplements so he's got one for everything yeah Yeah. he says well you ate recently what did you eat and it just happened to be that we had ovals (laughs) oval team (laughs) we had a group of people at work like it was a day at work with people which is new because we're all coming back into the office and really haven't yet but we had visitors 
stairs. And anyway, so it was kind of an unusual situation where I was around people at work and they had a nacho bar at the end of the day. Oh. So I went and got nachos and put nacho cheese on it and poured other things in there. Not healthy at all. But oh my goodness, did that stick with him? I was forever afterwards like the guy, nacho who, guy. the guy who eats nacho bars every day. <laughs> you're like, oh, this is not healthy. You should not be eating nachos all the time. It's like, well, okay, I don't. <laughs> well, it's nacho business, Doctor Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so he points out some nice round blood cells, and he does a little diagram for me where he shows what happens if you know you get into your capillaries, things get thinner. And he says if you have nice round blood cells, when they get kind of wedged into these thin capillaries that are less wide than they are they'll fold up and that's when they do the oxygen transfer Mm. Um, whereas if you have these oval ones they can just kind of slip through and then they don't did you look into this this sounds made up but i don't (laughs) nope okay yeah (laughs) i I don't know blood science well enough to tell it just sounds he said he said so many things where i feel that pressure of like you just said too much Right. I, I can barely keep up. And if I wasn't actively... Oh, you can barely keep up? That's something he can help with. Yeah, right? I bet he's got a bill for that. <laughs> this is the ultimate instance of blinding with science. Because right. he's talking so fast about such a wide range of topics. And, you know, you get kind of pulled into this because he speaks with such confidence. And then every now and then he would say something that would kind of pull me back for a moment and make me realize like, oh, right. I'm dealing with Dr. Nick Delgado, who I met at the Conscious Life Expo. That's, right, that's right. That's who this is. So all of this with a grain of salt. Okay, elliptocytes are abnormally shaped red blood cells that appear oval or elongated. Okay. I don't think these were excessively oval. They were just yeah. you know, slightly oval. Yeah, I guess what's what's throwing me about it is like that he would look at a slide of them and be okay. like, I can determine this. That looks ovular to me. I don't know. Okay. It seems sketchy to me. One of his big takeaways here is that I should be avoiding processed fats and that cheese is part of that and i shouldn't be eating nacho bars every day stop eating those nacho bars every single day (laughs) so then he feeds my blood over to this machine like you know i've seen many other times at doctor's offices where they do a quick test of your hdl level you know your cholesterol cholesterol yeah so i've certainly had that done before And again, it doesn't seem like he really got that much blood from me, but, you know, I guess he got enough for the machine as well. So he feeds it in there and it spits out that I have a total cholesterol of 245, which is really high. Mm. And then HDL, I think that's the good one, which is 37. And that's really low. Uh, Let's see my TRG. That was the triglycerides. That was 619, which is crazy high. Oh, no. So yeah, none of this was good. And like it didn't even give a readout on LDL. He said, but we can figure that out with uh, some simple math. So uh, he says, yeah, oh, this is scary. And here I thought, you know, I'm a generally healthy guy. I'm going to walk in here. And even my boss said, oh, shouldn't it be someone who's generally not exercising who would go in for this? That would be a better Mm. test for your podcast. And I said, oh, we'll see. And sure enough, like, you know, he found plenty that was broken that needed to be fixed with me. Okay. And he said, yeah, another doctor might just like immediately put you on statins after a readout like this. And a third doctor might kill you. (laughs) Yeah. Now he did he did address that uh, he hadn't had me fast before this. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, people ask me about that all the time. Why don't you have people fast? And he's like, well, people don't go around fasting all the time, mm-hmm. which sounds superficially true. But I'm guessing someone who's a professional would have a good answer for like, well, this is why we have people fast because. Well, at Kaiser, they don't anymore. Oh, really? OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I mean, I think there are still certain tests where you're supposed to. But for general 
blood tests, they don't. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, he's telling me my cholesterol should be like 139, 100 plus my age, not 245. Mm. Oh, he said he's fine with my HDL. Okay. He said my non-HDL is 208 and should be under 120. So anyways. Oh, wow. Okay. Not great numbers here. Like the ratio is crazy high. Anyway, so he's got me now worried about this. Yeah. I'm a little worried about this. My glucose was 122, which he said, okay, that's under 130. Not too bad. Okay. He mentions the nacho bar again. Leave the nacho (laughs) bar alone. Jesus. One nacho bar. (laughs) Uh, So then he started looking through and finding white blood cells. And those were really interesting to look at under the microscope uh, because they're big and I don't know, just like more interesting than the red blood cells. Mm. And and they've got little nodules on them. It's just just a lot going on with those white blood cells. Like, wow, you're interesting. So he said there should be about one of those for every 250 red blood cells. Seems about right what I'm seeing. So that didn't worry him. He also said that he didn't see a lot of overly large cells, just a lot of oval ones. He said, okay, well, it's good that you don't have the the large cells, but you should really take Be Active. And that's the name of one of his supplements Mm. that he sells. So then he realizes, oh, I need to go start a list with Regan downstairs. So he goes down and disappears for eight minutes and says, "Uh, here, talk to the camera. Tell me your goals. What? For your fitness. What? While he leaves? Yeah. So he just wanders off and he leaves me in front of the the camera to talk about my goals. And (laughs) so I say like, well, I like to be healthy and you know i i like running so i'd like to be able to keep running and you know i'd like to i'd like to live a Is long he watching time this somewhere maybe eventually he'll watch okay. it later but you know Whoa. i'm just here by myself uh talking to myself and <laughs> after a while i just kind of run out of steam like well i feel like i should still be talking about my goals but i don't know i don't know what to do <laughs> what am i doing here that's so weird. Uh, but he's downstairs talking to her and giving her a list of like, oh, put this on, put this on. You know, he should take this. He should take this. Okay. You want to see this checklist, Carrie? Oh, is that what's in front of me? Yeah, that's the yellow form here. Okay. That's my copy. So you start looking at that. We'll talk about what's on there later. Unusually long legal pad. Okay. Yeah. So he comes back up and uh, he's bragging a little bit about his camera. He said, I was the first one to use a 4K camera with a microscope. Ah. Now everybody's doing it. Well, if you came here to understand the CV of Dr. Nick Delgado, you certainly got it. Oof, man. Yep. He loves to talk about all the cool things he's done, the cool people he knows. Yeah. So he goes back to showing me stuff about my blood. He's counting the lobes on my White blood cells, that seems to be okay. So I ask him, I'm looking at my little list of questions, and I've had time to do that while I'm considering my goals for my life. Hey, uh, what are your thoughts on the whole Elizabeth? What are your goals? <laughs> what are your thoughts on the whole Elizabeth Holmes story? Yes, okay, and thank Theranos, you, yeah. Because I knew Carrie wants to know. Yeah. His response to that was, we should also check your uric acid. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Take this paper, put this on top of your tongue. So, or put a paper in my mouth now. Well, I'm satisfied. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that question dodged. Okay. And Did you ever come back to it or yes. is that our answer? Okay. He then takes the strip out of my mouth and he holds it up to this little, it's like, you know, like a litmus paper kind of thing where it yeah. changes color and we hold it up to this little chart. Uh, and he wants me to help him look at it because guess what, Carrie? He's colorblind. He's colorblind. Yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> Like Dr. Jerry Mangazzi. Yeah, no, in this case, that is not as funny or ironic as it is with Dr. Jerry Mangazzi and what he sure, does. But he is reading something that apparently relies on color. It, it, pro- it gave, probably matters it a It gave me a chuckle. Yeah. So, so I helped him match the strip to the <laughs> results. And he said, okay, well, I would say your 
medium to high elevated uric acid. You know, you're okay. fine with that. But then he's immediately moved on to putting a splotch of iodine on my arm. Mm. And this one I did look up. Apparently, is he asking you about this stuff or is he just kind of doing, doing it? Just doing it. And wow. This will come up later, but at least I was appreciative later on when we were doing the whole billing portion of this. He said, I'm not going to charge you for the uric acid test. Or he said, okay. oh, we didn't charge you for that. That's fine. But I was never consulted or asked about that. So, yeah, you know, so I, I appreciate so. that I wasn't charged for it. And yeah, I, I see on here it also says skin iodine test free. Yeah, all of this happened so fast. And I can say at least he did give me an option at least to opt into the things that he charged me for. Okay. So that's nice. Uh, but yeah, now he's putting on my left forearm on the underside of my arm this big patch of iodine and he's telling me that in 12 hours if it's disappeared that's a problem like that means Mm. that somehow my skin is so hungry for iodine that it's absorbed Mm. it all i did i did look this one up because you know i was constantly reminded of it when i got home that i had this big orange thing apparently that is not a reliable test yeah it sounds sketchy but who knows okay okay good to know so he said you know follow up let me know tomorrow morning He's just like testing for everything, like just all these rapid tests. I want to I want to know all this stuff because this will help me. sell. this is me assuming. But, you know, I want to sell you a bunch of supplements. Yeah, I'm sure I'm skipping ahead here, but I see something very interesting at the bottom of this. Yeah. Invoice. What are you looking at? It says wife possible delay allergy. Oh, yeah. She's allergic to being late. <laughs> that's interesting. We talked about Kara a few times. I can't remember what that's a reference to. But certainly, he was looking at her, by extension, as a potential client. Yeah. Even though I wasn't offering any of her issues, he was just kind of asking about it. Yeah, I'm not sure. What else did he say? He looked at my blood and he saw candida, which is a fungal form. So he called out to Mm -hmm. Regan, add the adrenal DMG. It's another box to check. And he said... You like sugar, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Guilty. Yeah. That, that's my problem. But your glucose level wasn't that bad. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. So then he also called out to her, he's going to need stem cell enhance. What What a name. Like, whatever the pill is, it doesn't have stem cells in it. Right. So, yeah, what's a stem cell enhance? Let's see. My platelets look good. So at least, you know, it's not all bad news for Ross. Chicken is apparently really bad, so good thing I'm not eating chicken. Okay. He he tells me about Caesar who came earlier, and apparently Caesar's blood is just wonderful. Okay, Caesar has Caesar. the okay. best blood. So he keeps comparing my blood to Caesar. See, look at Caesar's. Why can't you be more like him? Okay. A2, Dr. Nick. So there's another measure that he's doing as he's comparing my blood with Caesar's that around the edges of the drops, like he'll point to the middle and be like, look, this looks great. It's all nice and uniform, but look toward the edges and how the pattern gets ragged of the Mm. cells. And so on yours, I see more little gaps and Caesar's is more uniform. Mm. And he at least admits to what I think intuitively, like, well, a lot of that is just like how the droplet formed. Mm -hmm. Like that could be just kind of the vicissitudes of fluid and the pressing Mm -hmm. on the glass or whatever. So he admits that that plays a role, but he seems to feel that generally there are more gaps in the formation of my blood as it makes drops. I don't know. I don't know what Hmm. he's looking for there. Apparently, this somehow told me that I had some adrenal stress and that I need his DMG product. So that got added to the list. Oh, DMG. Okay. 
again, every now and then he says something that reminds me like snapback. Whoa, okay, he's promoting some weird stuff here alongside okay. what sounds like conventional medicine. He starts talking about iridology unrepentantly. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is the theory that you can tell something about a person's health by looking at the iris of their eye and whether it's surrounded by a particular color or shape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that like the eye is somehow this map for the whole body. He he used really careful language when I kind of questioned him on this. I was like, wait, iridology? Are you talking about that? Well, there's a, there's a lot to be gained from this way of thinking. Okay. Um, but but not saying like, you know, it's a proven science or anything like that, but just like, you know, there's some really useful insights to be had. Okay. Then he was recommending that I get thermography done for mm. my full body, like to have a, oh, see a where the thermal heat is. view. And he said, yeah, that can catch things years in advance. What? So this guy's just all about getting like a million different types of diagnostics, just diagnostics yeah. up the wazoo. Let's get every single test we can and it'll give me just so many different ways to give you a reading that involves adding a new supplement. Years in advance based on like whether there's blood near your skin there. Come yep, on. Yep. No. Again, he's still looking at my blood as we're having this whole conversation. He tells Regan that Ross needs collagen skin. So add that. <laughs> uh, that's one of the products apparently. Yeah, yeah. Add that to the list. Just sounds crazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then to his credit, he said, wait, you had a question for me? Uh, okay. The conversation had gone on five minutes ago. Yeah. I said, ah, well, I was curious your reaction to the whole Theranos news story. Yeah. And he said, oh, I don't know. I don't watch the news. Oh, <laughs> and, okay. And he said, you know, maybe people are worried about like the privacy issue. And I said, oh, well, that's not what this was. Nope. Like, they were claiming that with a single <laughs> drop of blood, they could get a lot of information, like do all of these different diagnostic tests. Yeah. But it ended up just being vaporware. And he he says, oh, yeah, I was privy to that. <laughs> Excuse you, me? You just said Excuse you don't watch me? the news. Uh, but then he just smoothly transitions back to... Saying, oh, and by the way, you have red cells clumping, and uh, I feel like it's between a normal and moderate level, but he just moves right on And from Elizabeth that. Holmes and I are very close, <laughs> and your skin looks really good. He, um, Holy moly, So it's okay. weird. It feels like he suddenly realized, like, well, I want to demonstrate that I have mastery of this topic, because I have mastery of all related topics. Yes. But at the same time, this is maybe uncomfortable, and I don't watch the news much. And, and probably like made the wrong guess about what would make him seem on top of things. Right, right. accidentally went the wrong way yeah okay. so bottom line he had nothing interesting to say about theranos yeah okay too bad <laughs> because that is too bad r.i.p uh, because that is that's all about diagnostics and right broad claims it feels very much from in his a wheelhouse. tiny bit of blood yeah yeah from your blood so he talks about getting my my levels down to acceptable levels and tells Regan that uh, we should get Ross the male VIP panel. Oh, hell and, yeah. Oh, it'll have the full breakdown. Like, it'll also test for mm. allergies. Mm. Uh, it'll, Delay allergies. You know what? He says for your wife, too. So that's probably mm. why he put that on the, the bottom of the sheet there. Okay. He said, uh, you know, we could even do it tonight. It would also measure, like, your thyroid levels. This guy just loves to get as much info as he can. Yeah, get all the tests. That test would just be $300. And I'm thinking, like, well, geez, that's almost oh like the price that I came in here for. And I've already added the 75. And how many supplements have you already signed me up for? Oh, and, and then he said, I can tell you need iodine already. 
but if we want a definitive test, that's just $355. Oh, sweet. That's nothing. And at any other lab, you'd be paying three times that. So mm. it's actually a really good deal. And that would also give us PSA levels and testosterone. We could do that tonight. It's up oh to you. Oh, my God. Yeah, so just like so many add-ons, like potential add-ons that are piling up. This is yeah. like, it's, it's getting a little stressful because now it's like, I'm going to have to put up a stand somewhere and like figure out where can I reasonably say, I don't want that. No. Yeah. And then, you know, it's going to change the tone of this conversation, right? I don't remember why I asked it, but I said, oh, another question I had for you is about runner's high, mm-hmm. because I've always wanted to experience that. And you said you could make people definitely experience that. And he said, yeah, let's talk about that. You want to go downstairs? We can like have kind of a separate conversation sex down dungeon, there. Sex dungeon. Keep hoping. So I said, well, sure. And apparently Regan was getting ready to leave for the night because it's almost 940 p.m. And when did point. you get there? Eight, Eight? o'clock oh, p.m. Oh, wow. So this has been a long session yeah. already, but he's also seeing plenty of opportunities to make money and if he sells sure. half of these things that's a good intake yeah definitely for the day. so he sends me downstairs with nancy to kind of work out what i'm gonna get and i'm looking at this list and you can see it yeah uh, of like 40 different things that they offer and all of these boxes that have been checked of things that ross should get blood morphology oxidative stress test male blood profile two Adrenal immune support, B active, cardio gluco, clear skin advance, collagen skin, DNA protector, lipo burn, liver XL, stem cell enhancer, and thyrodine. Those are just the ones that have been checked, right? That's right. But and- there's also things like IgG allergy panel, which mm-hmm. we talked about before, yep. happy skin, happy gut. My favorite title, I have energy, uh, hormone cleanse pro, KND max, mental focus, sleep mood enhancer, stay Stay Young, Super Digest, Superfood Vegan Protein, Testosterone Booster, <laughs> Testosterone Cream, Turmeric Essentials, Vera Max, and other. Yeah, and the others filled in because there's a little diagnostic yeah. test that he's added there. Anyway, so. Goodness. Uh, yeah, just a couple of those are like new panels or tests and the things that I've already agreed to. But most of those are supplements. And I asked, like, are these all pills? And I said, I don't think I can keep up with that kind of regimen. Like, even if those were one of that type of pill, it's like 11 pills a day that he's got checked there. And obviously, this is going to add up to a lot. And I couldn't, in the moment, like, kind of add all this up. But later on, I looked, and everything that's checked would cost me $1,271. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Good haul for the night. I'm glad you didn't do it. So I said, well, tell me, like, if I had to start with just two things, what would I start with? Nice. And so he started trying to sell me on, like, the skin clearer one. I was like, well, that's weird. You just told me, like, you don't think my skin looks that bad. Oh, like, right. You yeah. mentioned other things. Like, how do I stop ovalizing my blood? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so he goes into this really fast rant, just names, like, a lot of factors and things. And so he kind of talks me into three of them. So I ended up getting the DHT block, the cardioglucco. And the lipo burn. Okay. Are these what's in front of me now? Yes. And okay. and then with the test I agreed to, plus the lipo gluco thing that I added on for $75, Regan billed me for what started as $550, but with tax came to $588.26. Oh. 
they wrung out of me instead of the original agreed upon $350 for this diagnostic. Um, So yeah, and I felt like even that was like an effort of putting up some resistance. So okay, cardio glucose. So this one bottle I'm holding in my hand was 49 bucks for 90 capsules. And we've just got vitamin C, berberine, hydrochloride, hydrate and ALA alpha lipoic acid. It's magic, Carrie. 49 bucks. And so I buy these. Essentially, I've got three bottles that I'm leaving with, you know, after spending all this money. Yeah. And a head full of other information. And at no point does he say anything about like, well, here's how many you should take or anything like that. It's just like at the end of the night, I've got these bottles sitting by the door for me. It's Uh like uh, the final thing I said to him was like, oh, should I just take what's recommended on these bottles? The answer is yes. And then it ends up being fairly large capsules for all of them. And the cardioglucco, I have to take three a day. The lipo burn two a day and the DHT block two a day. And for someone who takes zero pills a day, moving up to seven pills a day is a lot of effort. Yeah. Big fat pills. Oh, yeah. Those are big ones. I really like that on the back of DHT block, it says targets acne, naturally strong, naturally protective, and my favorite, naturally good. (laughs) Naturally good. Well, I will say I took them like three days in a row, you know, in the morning when I was supposed to. There was one I would save for later in the day. The only thing I noticed is that they were making me gassy just a little bit. Oh, uh-huh. but like noticeably more gassy. Like Drew. Yeah, like Drew. And then I don't know, I had like some thing I had to do where I didn't feel like being gassy and I mm-hmm. didn't take them that day and I never went back to taking them. So there's still a bunch of pills in there. Oh, wow. But now I feel like I paid for these pills and I need to try these pills. Yeah, you got a lipo burn, you got a cardioglucco and you got a DHT so block. At some point I'm going to start taking them again on a daily basis. But I can't think of what DHT is. I know I've interacted with those letters. Ah, it's a male sex hormone created when certain enzymes convert testosterone in men's testes and prostate and women's ovaries. Okay. It's more powerful than testosterone and is essential for most hair growth except on the head. Oh. There it may attach to... Oh, interesting. Okay, that's that's from WebMD. But we want to block it. Well, that's interesting because hmm. that's what came up next in the conversation was hair loss. And I asked him about this, and <laughs> the whole time I'm thinking, like, what's the most delicate way to bring up hair loss with Dr. Nick, who sells all these supplements and has noticeable hair loss? Sure, yeah. Yeah, n- nothing wrong with that, but you claim to be the master of this, and I assume you've done your deep dive. Right, physician, heal thy head. Yeah, and he has that kind of resigned sort of sigh, and yeah, yeah, it's... That's a complicated one. And so I say, well, how much of it is genetic? He's like, well, yeah, it's certainly genetic. There's other things as well. And that's kind of like the most I get out of him, that it's complicated <laughs> and that he's tried a lot of things. Okay. And that, but definitely he can help me to avoid hair loss. Okay. So be that as it may. Well, he was willing to say it. Yeah. You know what all that reminds me of, though? Max Fun Drive? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Carrie's got a one-track mind here. Yeah, she's, yeah. The whole time she's just been wearing her Max Fun Drive shades. <laughs> yeah. We have cool new Max Fun Drive sunglasses. Here's a fun inside scoop. Yeah. Whenever we get packages from Max Fun, it'll just say from Jesse Thorne. Yeah. And so I'll always think like Jesse sent me something personally. Oh, and right. And then I open it and I'm like, weird sunglasses. Oh, 
<laughs> it's a logical process. It's nice. I think around the holidays, they send us modiescas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, marshmallows a, with caramel on yeah, them. Yeah, it's just fun to say. Modiescas. It is. But, <laughs> but we're here to talk about blood, maximum fun drive. Oh, and, that too. And, and what our show means to our listeners. Yeah. And really, that's. And what they mean to us. Yes. That's, of course, the most important thing about our show is the message. And we get emails from people all the time who have been going through major life changes. Sometimes it's, you know, someone's in the hospital and they needed something to get their mind Mm -hmm. off of it. Sometimes they've been going through a major spiritual change in their life. And we've been able to, just with our silly adventures, help them reevaluate and not feel judged and feel the freedom to explore these new ideas. Yeah. And feel like there's like people out there who think like they do. Yeah. We've even gotten messages from people who are like, clergy mm-hmm. who who no longer well okay i'll just be like very blunt about this who no longer believe and they wish they could go but they also feel this responsibility to stay and this is their outlet for that i can uh, think of two yeah that's a which, tough pickle yeah yeah so i mean if you are a listener and you've got the money to support you're also supporting those people. You're making this show available for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. We have so many different forms of relationships with you, our mm-hmm. listener, and we're appreciative of all of them and all of you. So yeah. that's what all of this Max Fund Drive stuff is really about, is making sure this show continues, this conversation continues, and that we do all of these wild things. And we've got some really fun, wild things planned this year. Yeah. And also all of our interviews, you know, some of which are yeah. super friendly and fun, and some of which are really hard hitting. All of that you support with uh, with your membership. So let's talk about some of the other cool gifts that you get. We, yeah. we talked about at the $5 level, you unlock all of this bonus content. Including? Including, including our Christian singing album. Yes. So that is fresh in the Max Fun Drive bonus content feed. So go check out our Christian album where we sing and talk about it's really it's an episode. We, we were going to record it as an album, but we ended up just talking about all of these important songs in our lives and how they affected our journeys as Christians. Yeah, which we were. And also, finally, Ross's Advanced Delivery Academy or something like that by Bob Larson. Yeah, if it's not there now, it's coming very soon. And when you are going to be recording that, I'm going to be on my honeymoon, so I've created <laughs> a soundboard for you. Yeah. So it's like I'm there. So Carrie's there in spirit in one of my spirit hotels. Just going, oh, whoa, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really good. It's going to be amazing. The best <laughs> audio ever recorded anywhere about anything, any subject, anytime. <laughs> And, okay, if you join us at $10 a month or more, you can get our new patch. Yeah. So this year, we're not doing pins. We're doing patches, people. I know you've got your awesome pin collection. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, that won't disappear. Time to start your patch collection. Exactly. And our patch, (laughs) it is so, so cute. Yeah. It is a cute little bear Mm -hmm. doing a- A brown bear. I know you're curious. Yep. Mm -hmm. Doing a jump into a pool. Yeah, like a cannonball. Yeah. Cannonball, that's the word, Mm -hmm. holding their knees. And it says, everybody likes to go to the pool. And the water's splashing everywhere. It's fantastic. It's so cute. This is a reference, of course, to Ross on Ayahuasca. Of course, the wisdom of the mother, but yes, channeled through me. Mm, Of course, you're right. Good point. Um, the way the Bible's written by God. Exactly. You can put it on a backpack. You can put it on a shirt sleeve. Mm-hmm. You can just keep it in pristine condition because like a beanie baby, it's going to be worth a lot someday. <laughs> you certainly won't be able to buy 80 of them on eBay for $2. Nope. No, no way. Sir. Uh-uh. 
And if you join at $20 a month okay, or more, yeah. Uh, yeah, you get this cool rocket baseball cap. It's really cute. Or there's the creativity pack. Kind of looks like tarot cards. And on one side, there's really pretty drawings. And on the other are different activities you can do to stimulate your creativity. And we submitted a couple. I'm not sure which ones made it in there. It'll be a surprise to us. Oh, man, I'm into this. That sounds so cool. So you choose between those two if you join us at $20 a month or more. And of course, if you join at any of these levels, you also get the gifts for the levels below. That means you get to make one of those $20 selections. You also get the embroidered patch. Mm -hmm. And you also, of course, get all of the bonus content. Of course. Of course. Of course. Now, let's say you're like, that's not enough for me. Yeah. I'm William. And I have $35 a month to spare. What do you got for me? Okay. Well, William, you can get the MaxFun Messenger bag. I mean, it looks like you're in Newsies. Oh, yeah. It's that khaki. Uh, with the Rocket logo on the front. Yeah, it looks great. You'll be so stylish. And, you know, if another MaxFun listener sees you, they'll be like, ooh, I like your Rocket bag, MaxFun, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody else will just think you're stylish, but they won't know why. Or if you run into a rocket scientist and they're like, hello, are you a fellow rocket scientist? You have an opportunity to lie if you want. Take it to NASA, see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, so if you don't have a place to put your patch, maybe it's time to be a messenger. Oh, those go together like bread and butter. Mm -hmm. And our undying gratitude. And if you have more than that, there's even more gifts that you can get at the $50, $100, $200 a month level. Where would someone go to find out about that, Carrie? Thank you for asking, Ross, is it? I'm Ross. It's MaximumFun.org forward slash join. Do it now. Do it, Rebecca. (laughs) Anyway, about your blood. So at this point, Regan leaves the premises, but he's still down to go have another conversation in front of a different camera. It's so weird. So we go down to the first floor. starting to feel like Saw. Yeah, this could have gone I've south. I've never seen Saw, but I feel like it's like this. I did not see Saw either. You, you did not see Saw? Except when I was a kid, I used to see Saw. <laughs> we go down to that first level again, and the room just extends backwards. So it's like stays mm. thin and tall, but it goes back oh, in space. Weird. Okay. And so we pass through this door that you would expect to find like one lone bathroom in or a custodial closet or something but no it turns out like this is now sort of a long hallway but there's these big hanging black drapes that we have to sort of wander through which now that i describe it and think of it it is kind of like (laughs) eyes wide shut yeah it's like black velvet cool drapes or whatever so we work our way through that and i don't know i can kind of see through the cracks that there's maybe some equipment on either side of that but we work our way back to another room which i then recognize from his youtube videos that he shot other videos in this space yeah okay and it's got this interesting light fixture that feels like it's kind of out of the 60s hanging from the top. It's sort of this metal orb that has all of these incandescent bulbs. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. Those yeah, are cool. Jetting yeah. out in all directions, like a pincushion kind of thing. Yeah, very atomic age kind of design. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. In front of like a little textured background. So we're in front of that, and he carefully composes us in front of the camera on these uh, leather chairs. Nice, okay. So we're ready on that film set. He's got multiple cameras, you know, make sure that we're looking good on the screen over to the side so you know we're sitting side by side now and up to this point upstairs we've been very intimate this whole time like just sitting sort of knee to knee in this little space behind his desk and now we're sort of knee to knee on these two chairs sort of 
having an interview mm. for the camera in mm-hmm. this studio with just two people. But this is still just for your yeah, just, private use? Yep. The video? Okay. Yeah, and so oh. he presumably is recording this as well. He's recorded the upstairs session, says he's going to send it to me. So now we're down here, and I guess he's willing to talk about more things downstairs for whatever reason. I don't huh. know. Okay. So he brings my blood with him. He puts that up on the screen again. But then we get on to foot baths. It's uh, interesting because you know we did our episode on ionic foot baths. Mm-hmm. And he starts saying the same thing that we concluded in that, which is that the water changes colors even without feet in it. Like, yeah. He noted that and he said, so obviously that whatever that is, it's not toxins coming from the foot. Okay. So he Good debunked that point. But... <laughs> Then he said, but I do feel like with those kinds of devices, he still feels there's helpful energy coming from the Jing orb. I'm sorry. That's from what I, the what? That's exactly what I said. I'm sorry. From the what? <laughs> and, uh, the Jean orb? <laughs> so you said? That's what I said to him. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. We're having the same exact reactions. I said, did you say like G-E-N-E Jean orb? Yeah. And he said, no, no, Jing. It's a higher energy than Qi. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> and the energy from it can help against aging. And, okay. And I find that normally, like if I try to do an infrared sauna, I can't withstand the heat. But if I've got my feet in there in the bath with the jing orb, then it's perfect. Oh, yeah. If you have your feet in cooler water, it's easier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But if, this was another one of those moments where it's like, oh, that's right. That's who I'm talking to. Yeah. You just say all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's like the first room is where he tries out like his softball material. Maybe. And then you're there a while. He's like, all right, sex dungeon in the gene orb. <laughs> we got past iridology and thermography. <laughs> uh, it's-, it's an escape room. You have to get to room three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just had one more room to go. So, but we're getting on like 10 p.m. now, you know, and it's just him and myself, you know, we're sitting there. It's so weird, too, because we're sitting here kind of in this performative environment with, you know, kind of little studio lights on us, you know, looking towards the camera, but nobody behind it. Yeah. And yet we're still sort of like facing forward, but sort of looking sideways at each other as we talk, (laughs) like we're on a show. Yeah, yeah. Like you're at the dinner table on like an 80s sitcom. In the middle of the night in Costa Mesa, and I'm thinking about like how I have to still drink drive all the way home and get up early in the morning for the next day of work. But And I, what exactly you're getting from this doesn't even seem clearly articulated to no, you. No. Just like, we will get more information and that will be good. And and we've already made the purchase and his assistant oh, has right. left something. What's in it for him? But I'm not going to be the one to end this meeting. He likes you. I'm just, yeah, I'm along for this. It's really strange situation. Is he showing signs of fatigue? No. All right. No. He's loving it. He okay. can go all night. Good for him. I do ask him if he has a Jing orb, and he says, oh, yeah, you can find it under advanced therapeutics. But then very quickly it becomes clear that he's talking about some other affiliated website that, like, I guess if you follow the right oh. links out of his website, you can find Again, Anyways, I was curious oh, about this. Oh, a Jing orb isn't like, I thought it was just like a cluster of energy or something, but it's a physical object. It feels like it's some sort of, like, generator that, <sighs> that you can buy that adds this energy to your foot bath oh, or what have goodness. you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Looking it up. Uh, the Jing Orb. A new evolution. <gasps> it's a new evolution in health and well-being. Jingorb.com. I'm sold. Dude. Oh, it's from David Avocado Wolf. <gasps> oh, no. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. We won't go on another tangent on here, another but that's, uh, that's a questionable source. Go but, on. But boy, does he go on tangent. So, yeah, now we're talking about, in general, trying to resist aging. And so he's mentioning that he does altitude training. 
And so I was mm. like, oh, tell me more about that. Because that's reminding me of another one of our investigations. Yeah, like Wim Hof. Those, uh, Yeah, that. And also those masks that oh, are yeah. supposed to restrict your breathing and simulate being at high altitudes. We just, did that with Travis McElroy. Yeah, just because yeah. it's harder to breathe. So he's talking about that and how he will spend time in hyperbaric oxygen chambers. Okay. And as he's talking about like a couple people that he really looks up to who lived, you know, 100 plus years, I ask him flat out. How long do you plan to live? <laughs> okay, yeah. And Love the phrasing there. And he says, well, I want to break the record on that too. Hell yeah, uh, Dr. Nick. Here we go. I was toying with earning the squat record, but I thought, you know what? <laughs> I'll live a long <laughs> Instead, time. I'm going to live longer than anyone else. <laughs> You know, I'm learning to apply my seven pillars every day. And I say, you feel you're on track? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally on track. And I told him, well, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Uh, so he says his goal is to live another 50 years. Okay. And he's 67 now. Okay. 117. So yep. Yeah, that's his 50 goal. 50 years. Okay, one sec. Putting it in the calendar. Okay. Now, remember, we already have him standing up and having sex at 115. Okay. In I our already calendars. forgot that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm just going to... What what date was this? March 14th. Oh, right. Pi Day. Pi Day. Okay, 2022, and we're adding 50 years to 2072. Mm-hmm. Okay, one sec here, please. Yeah, if I happen to be alive and 89 then, and you are still alive, Dr. Nick, at 117 years old, <laughs> I owe you $10,000. Whoa! I'm Safe saying it bet. here. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Nick... Still alive, question mark? Check. <laughs> 2022 episode. Oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just amazed you got that far ahead in your calendar that quickly. So, yeah, if I start taking your supplements, maybe I'll live that long myself. So, wait, am I going to be alive in 50 years? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, 88. I think you have a slightly better chance than I do of living another 50 years. Oh, interesting. Why? You're younger. <laughs> By a year, that's true. You're a woman. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, women on average live five and a half years longer than men in the United States, and I'm exactly five and a half years older than Drew, so we're going to die on the same day. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, well planned. Yeah. Okay, go on. And appropriate for the reading that I'm doing at your wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now I'm kind of working on this question list that I have, and he never questions the fact that I pull out a piece of paper every now and then and refer to things I want to ask right. him, but, you know, He's that's like, cool. I see kooks all the time. This is fine. So I said, okay, well, here's another important one. I've been a runner for over half my life. I've never yeah. experienced a runner's high. You said you can generate it on command. I know you were talking about weight training, but tell me, how do I do this? Because I would be very impressed if he got me to experience something that I recognized as a runner's high. I'd be like, okay, you get some credibility in my, yeah. my book. So this is a Dr. Nick thing. I, I've kind of mentioned this. He'll just go off on these side tangents telling a story and you won't know if he's on his way to answering your question or not, mm -hmm. but he's telling you a story. I so the type. you let someone tell the story and then you just have to kind of stick a pin in like what you ask them. Mm -hmm. So he's telling me about his football experience and trying to hit a target weight for competition. Uh, anyways, eventually this resulted in how he would hit the runner's high because he was not eating a lot, but he was running long distances at a slow pace. 
So okay. I said, okay, so is that the secret? I run long distances at a slow pace. And then I feel lightheaded? He said, well, here's how we do it for the, the weightlifting thing, his 12-minute total failure workout mm. that he promotes. This is weird. But he described it, I think, pretty well, but it's just kind of a strange concept. So normally you think about when you're doing weight training, like let's say I'm lifting a barbell, I'm going to kind of hold it in my hands uh, down in front of me, and I'm going to lift it up toward me. Yeah. So what he does, they kind of assist you to get the the weight up in that okay. position where it's close to your chest. Mm-hmm. And then you go to pull it back down. And instead of just fighting against gravity, the other person comes and they try to pull it down and uh. you resist them. So you try to hold it okay. up as they're pulling it back downward okay and he says like tension yeah he says like that is the best training use of those muscles like okay you know the downstroke is more powerful than the upstroke or uh, something like that uh-huh. and okay. so he's just found that that's the thing that will bring you to this like immediate exhaustion and just 12 minutes is the equivalent of an hour of doing other stuff mm, okay yeah i wonder if he's just getting people to the point where they're lightheaded maybe yeah, yeah. i mean i'm uh. sure it's effective and and i kept Letting slip like, oh, well, you've got me intrigued. I'd like to try this. And I see there's like, not in this little studio portion, but I know there's weight equipment nearby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering. Room three. If he's going to, yeah, I'm wondering if he's going to say, let me put you through this 12 minute workout. Yeah. Hey, we're still here at 10 o'clock at night. I would have been down for it, but we didn't quite go there. He didn't like try to sign me up for that or anything. Hmm. Oh yeah. And he referred to that whole mechanism as a forced negative rep. Forced negative rep okay kind of makes sense okay yeah yeah and he said that the big deal with this as well as you know first of all you get that euphoric combination of norepinephrine and oxytocin i don't know adrenaline you know all of these chemicals Mm. coursing through and you get this runner's high but also you're exhausted the next day you feel completely spent Mm. but if you do this often enough like i do dr nick you get really good at recovery so your body just recovers super fast and i say oh yeah well i've run into other things that you know are supposed to be really good for recovery like cryotherapy mm. and he's like that it's not even close to i don't even own do. one of those yeah. so no <laughs> how would i even sell that to you <laughs> that is the best way to say that yes if he had one then he'd be like yeah that's yeah. actually i've heard great things that's so right speaking of things you can own a jing orb the y- cheapest yeah. one is two thousand four hundred ninety five dollars oh golly gee whiz each cell in your body needs to have its ideal charge though so it's we're, worth it. We're lucky that Regan had already left her. That would be one of the check boxes. Probably. On the sheet. Also, look how fake it looks. Oh no. Oh no. It's like <laughs> it's like a ghost trap from Ghostbusters yeah. with like a weird little disco ball attached to the end. It looks to me like something that would be in a children's spy kit. G-I-N-G or J-I-N-G? J-I-N-G. Okay. But I Now, finally, want to press him. I've tried. I'm going to try again. Okay. Tell me, Dr. Nick, you you told me you would elaborate on what the third form of female orgasm is and how to know for sure that a woman has orgasmed. Yes. So we're going to be talking about those things. If you don't want to hear about those things, skip way forward because it's going to take a while. So again, I ask the question. He hears it. He processes it. He says, okay, so there's a Chinese doctor that works in Thailand. What? Uh, This guy, you know, I know this guy and he names this guy. And like, he tells me blah, 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 blah. And like, you you saying that this guy in Thailand knows what I know? That's amazing. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, 
Okay, you're telling me your story. Are you getting to an answer to this question? Right. Nope, doesn't feel like you are. Uh, so I try again. So frustrating. I ask him again. And so he tells me, well, Tony Robbins has a new book called Life Force. And it's great, though mine is a lot better. And What? He, so again, he's immediately just like distracted. He's off on some other topics. What on earth? What are you doing? So he's talking about Tony Robbins. And then he gets a phone call. Okay. So he picks it up. Uh, let's say it's from Donna. Okay. I'm guessing it's kind of a live-in girlfriend situation. Okay. But she's also like a physical trainer mm. and female bodybuilder. Okay, uh, cool. But obviously they're living together because she calls him and I guess she's getting ready to turn in for the night and yeah. wants to know when he's coming yeah, home. Yeah, this is really late. And he's like, oh, okay, well, just turn off the light downstairs and I'll be in soon. I have a new best friend. His name is Ross. <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you want me to pick you up something at a drive-thru? And then what? I feel like this momentary pause as he realizes what he said in front of yeah. me. And he says at the nacho bar. He says, but remember, we're on a tight diet. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I really caught him like uh, in an unguarded moment. Like, yeah. oh, I was yeah. going to I was going to stop by the Jack in the Box. And right. My Jack <laughs> the guys here. This guy. Yeah, I've been telling him this whole time how healthy I eat. <laughs> But maybe I'm wrong about that. But it, it's, cer not. it's certainly how it felt. And it was very funny. But then, you know, he's got an opportunity. He's got me there and he's got Donna on the call. So he puts her on speakerphone. And he says, Donna, tell this guy here about how our training sessions work. What? And you can tell like. Poor Donna. You can tell she's gone through this before. She knows like, oh, when you're on a call and you ask me to give you a testimonial, yeah. that's what I do. And she does a, a yo woman's work. Like she immediately <laughs> launches into telling me, yeah, just in 12 minutes, it's better than any hour long workout I've ever done. Mm. And oh, I'm just exhausted after it. But I get a total runner's high. And like she says, all of the talking points, mm. <laughs> just like he would want her to say them. Yeah. It was such a strange situation. You're like, Donna. What is the secret of the female orgasm? <laughs> yeah, maybe you can get to the answer yeah. faster than Nick can. <laughs> Has he demonstrated it for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I don't know what the full nature of their relationship is, but it sure sounds sure. like he's had kind of a string of girlfriends because he also mentioned somewhere about one of his past girlfriends and that his kids liked her the best of all, of all the ladies. Anyway, so, okay, so they hang up. So I say, all right, spill the beans, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I actually said I need that. to go home. So tell me, what is the third form of orgasm and how do I tell if she's orgasmed? Yeah. And my wife thanks you in advance. <laughs> and so he turns to me and he says, so in my book, <laughs> and like he starts telling me some story about uh, Kent Holdorf and you know blah 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 and it's, he starts telling the story again and he's like and I'm going to spill the beans but and then he like goes off into another story he's like, oh, oh how many God. times is this gonna happen I've asked you like four or five oh, times good for already. you though for holding it down that's a, that's a hard job <laughs> who is George King and why should I listen to him that's, uh, a, that's a Gary Poppy impression <laughs> yeah, yeah that's how Gary Poppy sounds <laughs> With, with the Ethereum Society. So again, I asked him, all right, but orgasm? So he says, okay, yeah. so Johnson & Johnson. Stop! So <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I like he railroads constantly. And it's like he starts telling me about Johnson & Johnson and Kinsey, but then he gets... <laughs> Off into like a little personal story says, my wife told me after five years of marriage that I was a lousy lover. And that just oh, wow. cut me to the quick yeah. because I'd been 
putting all of this effort into like lasting as long as I could. And I thought I was just this rock star in the bedroom. Yeah. So I did what I always do. I started reading. I started studying. And I found Dr. Alfred Kinsey. And you know what? He told us and people missed what he said. Mm. And he's going here it is. He's going off on this other side thing. It's like, stop it. Give me the answer. He's bringing up his usual talking points like he did at the lecture when I heard him. He's saying, and you know, they found that there are no nerve endings inside the vagina. And you know what? See, it's it's not the flush skin. It's not the nipples. And, and so it feels like, okay, wait, are you going to answer the second question now and tell me how to tell if she's having an orgasm? Yeah, okay. Then he starts talking about like squirting and oh, it's, an, okay. it's normal, but it's actually really complicated. And it's like, okay, I just want the answers right now. Um, Don't tell me what it's not. As he's talking about squirting, he just lets slip. He says, but that's nothing like a cervical orgasm. As like, ah, ah is that the third one? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness and is it well yes it is but okay uh, so he tells me yeah well like in the cervix there are 15,000 nerve endings spread throughout most of them are external for the woman but in the cervical region it's just like all over the place there's all these nerve endings but no penis can reach that far okay and I said okay so then does it require like toys right so he does an immediate evasive action and starts talking about a conference that he gave what and he said I just I blew people people's minds with this information and unfortunately it wasn't recorded and I said well you're here you know the answer move your mouth in the shape of words (laughs) sound will come out I will hear the sounds don't you want to go home don't you know this has to happen like how long can you draw this out I hope his lovemaking wasn't like this he's like I can last a long time (laughs) he sure can yeah okay so rambling at her okay so finally he gives me the answer to the second question okay all right I'll take it here we go and he says Okay, so what you need to do is you use a finger. This okay. is this is how to tell if a woman has truly orgasmed. This is after. Okay. All, All right. right. I would think the finger would come before, but okay, you here we go. Use the finger and you touch her anus. What? And you will feel a rapid contraction that happens as she's orgasming. Oh, so okay, during what you suspect may be yes. an orgasm. Go touch the anus. You go and eat hopefully with her okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Consent is very important, everybody who's yeah, listening and yeah. is curious. And he said that this is something that she can't fake. So even if she knows what you're up to, she can't like clench or something like that. Oh, this come is an on. involuntary I'm response. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that just means your orgasm. <laughs> okay, who knew? Um, so... <laughs> So when I'm pooping, is that? No, apparently, you know, apparently like it's a characteristic motion that, sure. well, at least Dr. Nick can But you could still, I could still move those muscles voluntarily. Sure, so but apparently, you know. You get real good at The orgasm the... one feels different than yeah, the others. Okay, you know, okay. Some, some sort of movement of the anus. So there we go. Finally, finally we have the answer to <laughs> how to tell for sure that a woman is okay. orgasming. It's not because she told you. It's not for those other reasons. It's that one. Very questionable. And is he going to tell us how to do the cervical orgasm? Oh, we he's, he's going to hour and a half. He's going to avoid it as long as he can. Okay. He pitches his product called Amore and says that okay. it's better than Viagra. And you get like an intense orgasm and both of you can take it, the man and the woman. Mm. And I recommend that your wife take it like 60 minutes before sex next time. And oh, you okay. guys are going to have a great time. And then he starts talking about how you can use hypnosis to bring people very close to an orgasm. Okay. It's like, okay, that's very interesting. But Dr. Nick, 
He even he even asked me at that point. He says, "Did I cover everything?" No. And I said, "Well, you mentioned that no penis can reach the cervix." Yeah. And he said, "Okay, you ready for this?" And I said, "Yes." <laughs> He said, I was ready at Conscious Life Expo. And so he has this kind of moment where he says, okay. Like he's gearing himself up, but he actually goes into the answer. Okay, here we go. You take a glove. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Or wash your hands really well. Okay. Make sure you have a lot of lubricant. He recommends coconut oil. That's his favorite. Uh, And you lubricate a lot at the opening. And she has to be very relaxed and completely trusting. And this is going to take a while. You know, don't expect to do this all in one day. You're going to work slowly toward it, just like I answer questions. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, start with two fingers or three. You're going to start slowly opening things up. But remember, like, babies can pass through here. So there's a lot of room for expansion, okay? Sure. Is he just slowly building up to fisting? And don't force this. Don't try to... No, Ross has become Dr. Nick. (laughs) Don't try to push it all in at once or anything like that. And and I go into this technique in detail in my course, and I'm thinking, sure, you do. (laughs) So, you know, you're just going to get farther and farther in as, yes, you get your whole hand in there. And, you know, you learn to minimize the profile (laughs) of the hand. So hopefully you're not forming a fist. Right, so right, much right. as like, like you're trying to get out of handcuffs or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's the duck head. All right. So he says that there's an important point, like when, you know, you've built up your trust and your coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a certain point where your hand gets far enough up through the vaginal canal that it like it gives like, you know, all of a sudden you have a breakthrough and you go farther faster. Oh, OK. And that's when then you're going to finally, as you slip through You'll go about up to here, and he Whoa. he gestures to the middle of his forearm. Ross is showing me like a foot up his arm. Yep. That's pretty like far maybe in. maybe 14 inches. That's a whole lot of trust. Yeah. Okay. So that's then when you reach the opening of the cervix, and now you can touch this area that will just oh, wow. send her into coming and coming and coming. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. And she has this great refractory rate. So, you know, you'll just be having a grand time with your hand halfway up. The forearm. I mean, into your partner. Cheers to those who try. And he says it's a it's a longer orgasm, even though women generally have longer orgasms than men. Mm. Still, this one's even longer. There you go. Wow. We did it. We finally got the answer out of Doctor Nick, <sighs> and it is ten thirty p.m. <laughs> I've been there for two and a half hours. <laughs> And we've had this special session in, as you call it, the sex dungeon. And is this different from what we read on his website? Because he did say that there was like the second, the not not the G spot, but the A spot. And it was like on the, the wall. I did try to clarify that with him. That's the anterior side. So yeah. kind of the one facing the front of the body. Yeah. But but I guess once you get to the entrance of the cervix, it's just kind of, it's there in front of you. So Yeah. So would this be the same or and not the same? No, I think it would be the same because okay. it was talking about the cervical orgasm but you know we weren't getting the detail of how to get there of course yes yes the how to so we finally get up from our little interview chairs and he goes oh silly me i didn't hit the record button (laughs) (laughs) okay and and then a little later he's like ah shoot that would have been a really good one to upload for the men uh well maybe next time you're here you know we can have another conversation about oh yeah i'd love to do this all over again (laughs) so much work 
<laughs> getting him back on task. So then he needs help. He's turning off various lights and kind of closing up shop. So I kind of walk out with him. He tells me the best vibrator that a lot of women love. Apparently, it's made by Hitachi. Oh, uh-huh. Magic wand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, we escape into the night. Him to go pick up some fast food for him and <laughs> Donna. To call her back and be like, "All right, what you want from Doctor? What do you Bell? actually want?" Yeah. yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't talk about this in front of the client. <laughs> you want a you want a nacho bar? I finally get to get home just before midnight. Oh my god! Uh, and you're like, guess what, Kara? You're allergic to delays. <laughs> Was she broken out in hives because you were so delayed? Thankfully not. So that might have been That's a good. misdiagnosis. <laughs> Uh, but wow, yeah, so I left $588 poorer, oh but with God. three things of pills and some wonderful sex secrets. Yeah, did you try them? No. Okay, <laughs> fair. Did you tell Kara what they are? Oh, yeah. Or was she like, thank you for sharing? Yeah, it was very much a uh, no thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Can we get $588 back? We can keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> that was quite a night. With Dr. Nick. So then I followed up later by email because I wanted some of these things that he'd sort of promised. Yeah. I said, you know, I've been taking my pills each day. So far, I've just noticed that they've made me a little gassy, but I'll keep at it. Also wanted to send along the results of the iodine skin test. It did disappear by the next morning. So Mm. what does that mean again? (laughs) His assistant had invited me to some coaching sessions And I said, thanks for those invitations. They're like on Wednesday evenings. You know, if you want to keep inviting me, I'll come whenever I can. I do appreciate that. And I said, if it's possible, I'd love to get access to the recording, at least the upstairs portion, because that one was was recorded. And also the two books that you mentioned, The Uncensored Version of Blood Doesn't Lie and Disease Hacking. Yeah. Many thanks, Ross. So I copied the assistant and Dr. Nick's email on that. And so he wrote this long, I sent this to you or I showed this to you. Like Mm. it was just this very disorganized, like multiple sizes of text and like some of it italicized and some not. Oh, weird. It just looks like. Like, oh, like a lot was copied and pasted maybe. Yeah, it's just, it it looks really disorganized and the language is very unpolished. Again, it just made me doubt like, does he really write his own books or does he have two very different modes? in how he talks and writes emails versus when he sits down to write a book suddenly or a he's, really thorough editor yeah right yeah. yeah must be something like that anyway so suddenly in the email not feeling quite as generous as he was in the moment he's saying like oh well you can't just come to these weekly meetings this is for the people who are part of our coaching sessions it's a 90-day program with an investment of only 99 dollars. so that's just a dollar a day mm. soon it's going to go back up to 900 dollars for 90 days so i should sign up mm. right away for this you know I'm already told that these meetings I can't make anyway. You know, I should be paying big bucks for them. And uh, immune rejuvenation, apparently that's the version of Blood Doesn't Lie that got censored. Okay. Uh, he said, that's normally for only members. So I don't know. We'll see about that. So he mm. wasn't willing anymore, like he said in the moment, like, right. oh, definitely. We okay. can get you that. I think he did authorize his assistant, though, to turn the Google Doc into a PDF ebook for Ross. This is crazy. So he's telling me again about science up for the 90 days because the VIP access is $3,997 per month. What? For what? You know, that's really when you get to ask for these kinds of inside requests. Oh, are you kidding that's me? That's what he says in the email. So suddenly he's not being so generous with the advanced copy of the new book that he's $4, working on. $4,000 a month? A month. 
It's insane. What? Insane. Who can afford that? Yeah, I don't know. Not me. Yeah, that's insane. Holy Uh, moly. Not me either. So the assistant does follow up. She sends me the video. And now I have a copy of Immune Rejuvenation. Is this one that he didn't want to give you? No, I guess he authorized her to turn that one into a PDF. But he didn't want to give me the disease hacking book. I see. But this is apparently the one that was censored by Amazon. And I haven't gotten into it yet. But I'll just note some of the section and chapter titles. Shocking truths revealed about COVID-19. Uh-oh. The fear of the coronavirus is worse than the disease oh, itself. No. Okay. The COVID-19 test wasn't meant for detecting viruses. Okay. Not all viruses are bad for you. Big pharma True. solutions are not the answer. The problem with social distancing. Mm. It goes on, but it sounds like there's some pretty juicy stuff in there. So now I've got a copy of that to uh, feast my eyes upon. Wonderful. Did you learn anything about... Okay, you learned that you had high cholesterol. Yes, which uh, I knew. Okay, what else did you learn? A lot about what Dr. Nick thinks. (laughs) I mean... Uh, What about your personal body? (sighs) Information that I would trust and not need to I'll verify. Take both, both categories. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got to see my blood. That was kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. And he had some commentary on top of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say, I did walk away from that meeting feeling overweight and grubby. <laughs> like, oh, great. I did think after that, like, ah, yeah, I should. Like, and did he take your weight? Looking at myself on camera the whole time, you know, just like kind oh. of made me like, ah, oh, I need to eat better. And, oh, no. More okay. Exercise. Uh, no, he didn't take my weight at any point. Okay. And he didn't even ask my weight. That's an interesting point. <laughs> nope. Because, I mean, like, your cholesterol is something you could get tested for much cheaper. Oh, yeah. And there's a physical at work every year that they yeah. do. And I, I get those numbers and they, they give me kind of the same feel. I don't feel like my numbers are usually like that bad. But usually I haven't just had a nacho bar. The nacho bar. Classic I shouldn't do that. Bar. You know, I shouldn't have nacho bars every single night. <laughs> I need to cut that out. It's always been your thing. <laughs> Um, boy, yeah, it really seems like the service is not clear. And then he uh, gives you so many tests or or wants to give you so many tests. And it's making me think about like all that conversation around which testing panels we should actually be giving people because we used to just test for so many things and then realized actually we should be looking in certain Um, things we should be looking first for a symptom before we even administer the test. Right. That sometimes it can be counterproductive, false concern. Mm -hmm. We can spend a lot of money on tests that are unnecessary. Invasive procedures. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, this guy is all about testing up the wazoo. And I kind of get like I have a Dr. Nick brain in that my impulse is always like more information good yeah more information want it i do love love having this apple watch that gives me all this feedback Uh about my sleep cycles and daily activity and you know it's cool to get info about what your body's doing yeah for sure within certain parameters then it's like linda molten helm i'd say and then it's incumbent on the clinician to put that all in perspective for you and Mm. say like here's what we know from that and here's what we don't know from that yeah that seems missing in this it was very easy even for just portions of a conversation for me to fall under the sway of his confidence and just the rattle of information coming across so quickly but then he would say something you know like the jing orb and i'd be like well what (laughs) you know snap back to reality yeah i guess if i learned anything it was that cervix is the jewel (laughs) in the rock of attainment 
Amen. Oh, well, thank you for doing that for us. You're welcome. Yeah. And, and I got to say, he never wrote back to be like, hey, how are you doing? How's all this working? You know, are you feeling any better? Or maybe we should have a follow-up yeah. meeting. Which is interesting because you think he would look at this and say, well, I got this guy who seems interested and I got almost $600 out of him in one day. I wonder if he's just not that organized. Yeah, either he's not that organized or somehow he sniffs that I'm not as easy as a mark as other people are. I'm not sure, but I'm just kind of surprised that there hasn't been this follow-up. Or he listened to his favorite podcast and he was like, oh, it was that, Ross. (laughs) Shit. And uh, this is a great time to remind everybody that guess what? It's still Max Max Fun Drive. So you heard our pitches earlier. You heard about all the great stuff available and you thought, I've really got to join, become part of the MaxFun family. You're supporting us and them. Yeah. I mean, there are other podcast networks out there, but there are some really cool things about being on the network with MaxFun. One is that they have basically no say in our content. Yeah, they never ever once have stepped in to say like, hey, please don't say this. Or if anything, they've had our back Yeah, when our back needs to be had. And they've also told us when like, you know, I think this criticism is founded or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, but they still just, they know it's our show. Yeah. We could say, Jesse Thorne is a horse. I just did. (laughs) And they would be like, okay. It goes straight from us to you. So there's never any review process or anything Mm -hmm. like that. And also, they find us really cool advertisers. They put a lot of thought into it. And they give us the right of refusal. So Which we (laughs) execute a lot. Probably more. I don't know. I don't want to say. But we we use it a lot. (laughs) A lot. Yeah, it's it's really important to us to have that freedom and to keep the show the way we want it. And Max Fun has allowed us to do that. So. Yeah, and we've been doing this all of these years. And, and I feel like our show is still very true to its original mm-hmm. scope and scale. It's just two friends doing a lot of crazy things that... We would not do otherwise. And mm-hmm. and when I do sign up for one of these undercover investigations or buy tickets for something that's happening four months from now, I always think like, well, it's so cool that I have this podcast in my life, that we're the two crazy people who do this, because otherwise I wouldn't get to do this stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I would have zero excuse. Yeah. We'd still want to. Right. We'd still love it. But I think we do like a 10th or a 20th if that, yeah. of this stuff. And yeah, getting to do the show allows Certainly us. helps with convincing my wife. <laughs> Allows us to convince Ross's wife. Yeah. So, Kara, if you're listening, why don't you join us at MaximumFun.org <laughs> forward slash join? But also, if we didn't say your first name during this episode, we'd still love it if you joined. Please. And thank you. So go to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.